Before we begin, a reminder that nothing on this podcast is intended as a statement of faith, doctrine, or fellowship, and this podcast is not affiliated with any church, school, or calling body. What's up, gents? My name is Charlie Ungemach, and you are listening to an episode of the Gird Up Broadcast. Now, the dudes are going to join me in just a minute, and we got a lot of great content coming your way. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to all those who help support the Gird Up Project here. All of our content at Gird Up is available free to anyone anywhere in the world who might benefit from our message, and we want to keep it that way. But we also have to rely then upon the contributions of our listeners to do so. You'll never see any paywalls or exclusive content here at Gird Up. That being said, it does cost us money to put a show like this together. So if you find what we're doing here valuable and you enjoy the broadcast and you're willing and able to do so, please go to www.girdupministries.com, click on the menu, and select Buy Us a Cup of Coffee. That $5 donation goes a long way towards keeping this podcast going and helps us reach and minister to many more men just like you. Hope you enjoy the broadcast today. Let's get to it. Gentlemen, you listen to the Gird Up Podcast. This is our Christmas broadcast this year. My name is Charlie Ungemach. With me, I've got Gustav Wenz, Connor Herder, Zach Shoreline, Bryce Scuzzi, Colin Maurice. Awesome. So, we got a full room today, which is awesome. Some of these dudes are sharing microphones, so bear with us uh, if the, the voices are off just a little bit, but we, we're working on it. We're trying to make it as good as possible. So, I think we'll be okay. We got two new guys on the show before. You guys have heard from Shoreline before. And Connor and Gus are on all the time. Um, actually, Shore is kind of on all the time now, too, which is dope. I'm cool that uh, you're smarter and funnier than most of us, so it kind of works. That's the one nice thing show. I'm going to say about you. <laughs> all, night, so. all right. Yeah. yeah, this show was stupid before you were on. <laughs> all right, Bryce, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I hail from Wisconsin, which is the greatest Midwestern state. Amen. I Debatable. I'm in most of these guys' classes, and I, I guess I'm studying to become a pastor right now, so that's pretty cool. He's also wearing glasses with no lenses in them. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me smarter. Makes him sound smarter. Yeah. For a not-filmed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, LOL, back when we did that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Colin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm uh, Colin Maurice. I also grew up my whole life in Wisconsin. Went to high school with Bryce and Zach. And now we're here at MLC. And what high school did you go to? Uh, Luther Prep. So we don't actually hate prep because we do have prep guys on the show here. Yeah. The greatest place on earth. Uh, Best okay. four oh, years of my sure. life. <laughs> now, now, now we're going to say something. All right. So um, I hope I, it's obviously the holiday season. That's why we're doing uh, Christmas broadcast. What are you guys doing for? What are you guys doing for Christmas? I got to stick around to Walmart for a few days, and I'm going home. So what are you guys all doing? Uh, for, sure, you you're married. So are you guys sticking around for a while or taking off as soon as uh, the school year's over here? Yeah, we're going to be here about three more days after the school year's done, er, semester's done, yeah. and then heading over to the wife's family for actual Christmas. Then with her family, we're going to go skiing up at Mount Bohemia mm-hmm. in the UP. Should mm-hmm. be a great time. Lots of good fresh pow. <laughs> and then we're going back to... Because there's, there's so many mountains up there. Well, it's not porcupine a very tall homes. mountain, obviously, but they just get dumped on with that lake, lake effect true. snow. So is that good snow, snow to ski on? Uh, yes, absolutely. It's real nice and wet, right? Uh, 
What? No. Not the snow. I mean, yes. Like, I don't. I don't know. It is H two O. Have you ever skied in the mountains? Yeah, like in the mountains or anything like that. Yeah, I skied in Big Sky Montana one time, and that's pretty much the only mountain skiing I've done. Is it as different as everybody says it is? Uh, yeah, absolutely, it is. Okay. Yeah. Hey, but mm-hmm. hey, source. When you've got the source myself. What do you got the snow on the UP? You might as well use it, right? Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. What about you guys? What are you guys doing for the, uh, for oh, for Christmas? Uh, well, I guess I'm going down to Florida to escape the cold, see my dad. I'm going with my little brother. You're going to fit right in with that mullet, too. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the Florida man stereotype is real, in fact. So that's about it. Nothing else too exciting happening. What part of Florida? Uh, Tampa. Oh, yeah, nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Colin, what you doing? I'm going to flee the cold as well. My parents have a retirement home mm-hmm. just outside of Phoenix. So we always make sure family Christmas happens there. It's pretty fun. Mm. You guys do anything special down in, uh, wait, where do you say? Um, it's in Sun City, Arizona, which is a, the whole city is a retirement community. And because they don't have a public school system, all that money that would be public school tax is in like these huge rec centers. So probably play some tennis with my mom, hmm. play some mini golf with my mom, get killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, my parents are huge into swimming. My dad is 35 years older than me and can swim about 10 times farther than me. <laughs> so your parents aren't that old? They're just hanging out in a retirement community? Uh, yeah, my uncle got a call down there to Peoria, Arizona. And he was actually like months old enough to move into this community. And then a little bit later... <laughs> there were a bunch of like fifty-eight-year-old pastors really hoping for that call. <laughs> and then a little bit later, um, his neighbor passed away, and the house went for sale. So my parents bought it. Like it's perfect. He can look out for it, and then they can pay off a mortgage before they retired. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Great. So are they retired now? No, my dad. I think he says four or five at least. Okay. Four or five. More. So where are they at full time then? Up in Wisconsin still? Yeah, my dad teaches at Luther Prep. Oh, okay. Cool. And then my I mom. My mom went through MLC, did a lot of one-year calls, which was awesome to serve in the ministry, but it's nice to know if you're going to have a job a year <laughs> from now. Yeah. So she started working for um, Madison Area Technical College, and she does testing services, and she enjoys that, gets to do her own thing, and gets a salary every year. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay, not to change the subject, but this Shiner Holiday Cheer is absolutely phenomenal. Wonderful. Spetzel Brewery, it looks like, from Texas. Yeah, not a sponsor. Absolutely. Okay, (laughs) but this is so good. Because somebody at the fire a couple of weeks ago, somebody brought the Shiner, like, campfire pack. Hmm. Um, And when there was, like, a chocolate raspberry beer and stuff, and it was good. So I bought another one of those, and those are all good beers. And now we've got this, like, Shiner Holiday Cheer beer, and it is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, last one, Jerry's kind of. It's absolutely phenomenal. I'm loving this beer. I'm definitely going to drink more of that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, not tonight, but <laughs> some other night. <laughs> all right. What about you, Gus? Uh, going back to Montana. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Probably going to work a little bit. Uh, my cousin is bringing his fiance up to meet the family for Christmas, so that'll be really cool. We'll all get to is meet that, her for the first He's in the time. Air Force, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's down in, oh, I can't remember, uh, New Mexico or Texas, one of the two. Uh, no, I think he's stationed in New Mexico, but fiance lives like right, right over in Texas or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it'll be awesome to see him, uh, me and 
me, him, and then two of our other cousins, we have an annual uh, card game that we play. And we made a trophy that we sign every year. The winners get to keep it and stuff like that. So we've got to bust that out over break at some point before 2023. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Did you say card game? Yeah, so the game we play is called Pitch Racehorse. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of... Oh, 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 yeah, so it's... <laughs> So it's kind of like the game they play on their compound. Oh, that's right. I was going to ask ask if they have like a fitness regime before their Christmas as well. No, not for Christmas. Not for Christmas. No, but they do break out the armory and have a little bit of target practice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, That's actually one of the Christmas gifts. (laughs) (laughs) They rekindle their feud with the family next door. Somebody usually dies, but it's all right. They got a lot of kids, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Yeah. Otherwise. I'm thinking of like and little Tim. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Gus. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, this break will be better than. Well, last Christmas, everybody got sick in my house, and it was like only three of us were able to go to some of the family functions, and then a week later, the three of us that were healthy became sick, and then the. Yeah. Like it was a whole deal. So. Uh, try and avoid that this your, year. Your family raises beagles, right? Uh, no. Well, we have a beagle. Oh, I thought you said you guys raised beagles. <laughs> no, raised same thing. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> We've all, they're so, on a hot streak right now. <laughs> it's going on so far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've always had beagles. Normally, so like growing up, we always had two. But uh, this last one that we have is the last one mom and dad want. Because now that all of us kids are leaving the house, <laughs> no one's... a little bit more... <laughs> well, I mean, they don't want to take care of a dog. So it was oh, like, fair. with all the kids at home, we took care of the dogs to, you know, to the extent that right. you can, obviously, but... Outdoor? Yeah. Hmm? Outdoor? Yeah, yeah, we don't... They're not indoor dogs. Um, when I was, a, like, a little kid, they were indoor, but they shed so much. Mm. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> Beagles are... Beagles are bad like that. <laughs> they but. bark a lot too, don't they? Yeah, they howl. Uh, howl, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very distinct because they're hounds, right? Yeah. So they have that. What were they bred for? Uh, like fox hunting, kind of like something, yeah, something small like well, game. yeah, small game. Because it's like I don't know. Whenever I think of what they probably hunt, like coon hounds, right? Training yeah. up coons. I think beagles probably did a similar thing. Maybe but more so for rabbits. Big old yeah. blue tick hound someday. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine does it for rabbits. They run rabbits up north. You ever read where the red fern grows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've always it's wanted to. I see. It's the Romeo and Juliet of dog stories. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, how can you not cry at the end of that book? Yeah. I mean, for real. But I don't know. I, I feel like at the end of that book, you should want a red bone, uh, whatever they call that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, at the end of that book, I just wanted a blue tick hound. Mm. That's because they look so cool. But. Yeah, no. Growing up, a lot of squirrels we would get. I remember trying to save okay. a squirrel from my dog one time. And, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that didn't go well. It was dead <laughs> already, mm. and I was holding it in my snow gloved hands, <laughs> <laughs> trying to throw it in the tree, and it wouldn't grab. <laughs> and it wouldn't grab on at all. Well, it's like a bunch like, of branches on the way down the landing. <laughs> it was like, yeah, there's like you a foot of snow. <laughs> there's a foot of snow, and I'm like putting it on the tree, and it's like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was, it was a good day for me to learn about, you know, life and death. I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, one of the parts of life and death is picking up girls, right? 
That, oh, well, yeah. what's Connor doing? Oh, Connor, Christmas? what are you doing for Christmas? Oh, yeah. That was I'm a great segue. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> great segue. It was a good segue. <laughs> Sorry, no, that. And we bad. wasted it. That's uh, my bad. Right. Just, say, just say it again. <laughs> no, hold on, give, give it about five seconds. Uh, I'm going home. I'm working a little bit and just holiday with the families. Normal stuff. Yeah, families, right? Life and death. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's a bunch of dudes that are trying to find love this Christmas around this table. So we decided, except for, except for Shore. I mean, I'm Shore. pretty good right now. <laughs> hey. Except, <laughs> nice. for, except for Shore. We're all in some stage of looking for love. So the uh, Shore's got all the love he needs, and he never needs to be loved again. Oh, I'm finally seeing where the segue is coming in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't make that connection. Before. Oh, seriously? You were still confused? <laughs> Are we about to talk about pickup lines? <laughs> There's the segue we need. Yeah. Right right. So we're going to throw out some Christmas pickup lines, ones that are appropriate for Christians to use out in public-ish. Ish, yeah. So oh, I kind of, yeah, never mind. I was well, going to say, I kind of want to share the one that I told you guys not to say. Just because it is, it's so, nope, it nope, is, it's nope, good. Nope, nope. That right, one, that I won't. Nope. You made the rules. All right. Okay. Connor's going to give the one I, that he used I like to pick the up the blue-haired girl. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> one point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, so, here, here, I like the simple, short, and sweet one. You, me, mistletoe it would never work but it, it's fun well, it might about. work would you have a mistletoe it. in your hand as well then like i feel like there would have to be mistletoe in the room if there wasn't or point at it yeah you get, yeah yeah also probably not a cold open you're totally ruining my uh original pickup <laughs> line right here but, but um, what was your original it, it's a little visual gus if you can describe this okay you know what this is Oh boy, I want. Oh, leaning. Yeah. Invisible <laughs> mistletoe. All right, so Colin's holding his hand above their heads to look like <laughs> he's head holding up a Specifically, yeah. Goose's head. Yeah. Got enough hair. <laughs> uh, I did have enough hair earlier, but it cut it um, off. Okay. It's gone. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. okay, so what? <laughs> you know, you know what this is? What? Invisible mistletoe. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Well, it's like you got to dangle it in front of them first. Be like, hey, look at this. <laughs> and it's just you and your dog, just like. It sounds like a scene from some like Hallmark Christmas movie. Some kid like practicing kisses with his dog. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. I, I remember know, a maybe Disney you don't do that with your beagle. No. We right. practice kissing on a slice of ham. But you what? actually did? No, no, it was oh. a Disney channel. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Hashtag Luther Prep. Yeah. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> sure, what you got? Uh, you know, my uh, my favorite Christmas movie is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So, mm. um, the Grinch may have stolen Christmas, but you stole my heart. Ooh, that was on my Ooh. list as well. That's, That's a good one. That's a good one. I'd like Bryce. to be the Santa to your Mrs. Claus. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's decent. 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 Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, so, what about this one here? Um, if I were a snowman, I would melt standing next to you because you are hot. I like that. I like the explanation. Yeah. Is that because an original you are one? Hot. <laughs> Just like a robot. Yeah, like that. Kind of In case you didn't understand, <laughs> I tell you you're hot. Yeah. <sighs> that's, that's got uh, some straightforward. It's good. It. All right, what about this one? Uh, I must be a snowflake because I've fallen for... Oh, excuse me. I must be a snowflake because I've fallen for you. Oh, mm. that's a cute one. All right, here's the first one that I wrote. <clears throat> Gus wrote his own. He's an overachiever here. I do what I can. All right. <laughs> I'm Santa, right? Are you a present? Because I want to put you in a sack and take you around the world. 
Why, yeah. Zach? Because what, Santa, right? dude. Yeah, yeah. How is that romantic though? Yeah, I get the sack for Santa, but I don't get the sack for the whole girlfriend. Dude, you want to travel? Is it want like, to travel like a with Stockholm? Like, then why don't you just no, go in the sleigh? We're talking oh, about goodness. kidnapping here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Send it to the editor. He'll give you something back in return. Yeah. I'll be fine. There'll be a note on that one. <laughs> oh, well, let's see. I can. Uh, I'll, I'll go with another one. I guess. Uh, are you Pikachu? Because you're shockingly beautiful. What? <laughs> what that's does a, that have to do with That's a pickup line. Just also, Merry Christmas. Also Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> if you two can mix those last two together, you might have a Christmas pickup line. Well, I just figured. Well, are you, yeah, I'm Santa. Are you a collector's edition Pikachu guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, for Christmas time, Pokemon Go. that was on Go. my Christmas list. No, so Pokemon Go, they have the Christmas time updates where they have all the... There were oh, layers there Christmas Christmas. that we were Pokemon. So you are making this up right now. So many layers of explanation. You are making this up right now. I I mean, they do put snow on the bushes yeah, in Pokemon Go. That's like, that's... <laughs> okay, we should stop getting... talking about the top of each other. But yeah, there's a very specific girl that that's going to work on. <laughs> It'll probably work really well on her if you can find her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to Christmas-related pickup lines. Um, <clears throat> are you Rudolph's red nose? Because, baby, I would say you glow. Ooh. Ooh. On the same line here. Are you on the nice list? Because you're looking mighty nice tonight. If you were a Christmas tree, you'd be an evergreen. Because I bet you look this good all year round. Oh, that is that is phenomenal. See, now that I'm looking at this list of Christmas pickup lines, I'm realizing how sheltered I am. Because I'll read one and go, oh, that's a good one. And then think about it for about five seconds and go, oh, that's no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Want to dance? Or wait, let, let me start over. <laughs> yeah, want to dance? <laughs> That's it. No, okay. So, uh, <laughs> make sure you're shouting it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, want to want to dash, dance, or prance? Regardless, I want to play some reindeer games. That one kind of works. Yeah, I like that yeah. very much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a nice little rhyme. I got five gold rings in my pocket. If you know what I'm saying. No one knows what you're saying. I don't know. That's Please horrible. One. This is yeah, what I didn't explain. I didn't, I didn't write it. Well, what? <laughs> that is, you know what I'm just saying? Just get a back out of that. Thanks yeah, like for questioning. I can give you a ring. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> if you I, want five of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm looking for five wives. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them. I'm Mormon. I don't really celebrate Christmas, but we do a great concert. Yeah. Well, uh, here's, a, here's a classic one. Uh, can I take a picture of you to show Santa exactly what I want for Christmas? Nice. Nice. You just look it right in the eye and you say, you'll do. <laughs> <laughs> like the Yule log. I'm like a snowman because you've got me frozen in my tracks. <laughs> there's yeah. some really funny some raunchy really ones. There's raunchy some ones. absolutely horrible ones. <laughs> the Google yeah. results for wholesome Christmas pickup pickup lines not not great. quite wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes shine brighter than the lights on the tree. Right. Well, speaking of, speaking of the trees here, <laughs> you should be you should be my tree topper this year because you are an angel. Ooh, I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> This, the first half had me scared for a moment. <laughs> no, that, you landed that plane. 
girl, you make me feel like a snowflake because I'm falling for you. That's me. I use my advent calendar to count down the days till I see you under the mistletoe. Is there any guarantee? It's just so long. <laughs> hey, by the way, girl, ten days from now, let's kiss. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. And tomorrow, we I'll could text do you it nine now, days. but it'd be more romantic ten days from now. Are you Christmas? Because I want to marry you eventually. <laughs> we are looking at the exact same website. <laughs> I think we've got great chemistry. Oh, it was a struggle uh, at the end. More of a Christmas yeah, I mean, that wasn't a good pickup line, but it was Christmassy, maybe. Hey, you know, kind of. Christmas, it's it's the season of giving, so you should give me your phone number. <laughs> you are the hottest of Cocos. <laughs> yep, I regret it. I regret it. Thanks. I regret that... it. Well, kind of. It's short. I don't know. Yeah. You can say something else if you didn't hear you. <laughs> You're hot. You're hot. That's it. I think this one's okay. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, let's make this gingerbread house a gingerbread home. Oh. Hey, hey, I found one that makes... That's a good one. Yeah, I found one that makes Gus's okay. If Santa throws you in a, in a bag tonight, don't worry. I told Santa I wanted you for Christmas. Uh, wow. Uh, so uh, yeah, except for mine. No I'm Santa. kidnapping. Now there's a, yeah, there's but... a scenario that... <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's better for a different a man. So yeah, because it's better for someone else to kidnap her. Kidnapping a girl... And t- Sorry about blowing out your car. <laughs> <laughs> kidnapping a girl and take you around the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hire a stranger to kidnap you instead He's real quick. He's not a stranger. Well, He's like, Santa Claus. He's not the gift giver that's either. And that's a Situation, I'm gonna put you in this bag and leave you in a house. I'm gonna do it when you're unsuspecting too. I'm sure that Gustav was in his room writing that joke. <laughs> it was like this. Oh, it's so clever. <laughs> it's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> you guys are not the right audience. You're just not the right audience. Once again, there's a girl that will love that one. Somewhere. She's out there. Somewhere. You just gotta put her in a sack. And if you're her. Gus's contact info can be found at the bottom of the page. <laughs> you can find his social media uh, links down in the uh, description below. Just mine. Just, just <laughs> Gus's. Well, uh, and, and, and Bryce's. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. If you like the way Bryce's voice sounds. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, uh, I guess I'll do another one then. Uh, you can call me Jonah. Because I will show you a whale of a time. Christmas for him. No, no, think about Christmas. <laughs> let, me, let me explain. No, no, no. Please, please help me explain. <laughs> See, the whale's a Pokemon. I really hope. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I really hope the next version is about there. Well, so the, the, there's, there's readings from Jonah in the litany for Christmas Day. Year <laughs> seek. I was thinking more along the lines of Christmas is all about Jesus. And Jesus is in the Bible. So is, so is Jonah. So is... Yep. Sure. That's true. That works. Yep. Okay. Good. That's a good one. <laughs> y- your pickup lines are more for the conversation you have to start following. <laughs> I use my. I, <laughs> There's so many I can't use. Yeah, no, these are foul. <laughs> uh, I used my advent calendar to count down the days until I see you. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, hi, 
I'm Adnan. I'm Jonah. You must be Christmas, because I've been waiting for you for what feels like forever. Yeah. Eh? Any, like, actual good ones that we have left on the table here? No. <sighs> well, I mean, I have one more. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. This one's stocking related, okay? Oh, <laughs> Not, not like socks. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, <clears throat> do you need? No, okay, I don't need. I don't. Hey, Connor, you want to proofread this real quick? Just give it a proofread. Give it a peek. Is it clean? Is it funny? Will it make Unlike uh-huh? the snow, I promise I won't flake on our date. Right. Set the bar real low. Debatable. I'll at yeah. least. Right. I'll at least I'll show, show up. up. <laughs> or there's. Use that one on my professors. Yeah. No. Or uh. Well, if there's, okay. How about here we go? How about you say it and we it's all like, deliberate together about whether or not it's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. Good. All right. Here we go. Ready? I'll make a really loud fart noise if it's bad. <laughs> no, that's not really what okay. Is. Okay. So I'm gonna say the first part, then I'll pause and then give you the answer. Okay. And you guys can deliberate the first part. <laughs> <laughs> that's the part I'm worried about. All right. So here we go. Hmm. Do you need someone to check if you're naughty or nice? Okay. It's fine, right? It's okay ish. Okay. Because I'll be the elf on your shelf. That, that, that's mm-hmm. creepy, dude. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure it's inappropriate, but it's definitely that's weird. Not, that's, it is a weird that's one. That's not flirting. <laughs> <laughs> well, would, okay, because the other ones we're going to get us any kind of woman in the first place? The non emergency line for the police office is. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite reindeer is Cupid. Cause I'm love struck over you this Christmas. Is that good enough to finish on? Everybody got a better one. Well, I I suppose I I have one more written down. Okay. If you guys want to hear it, is this the original? Uh, I wish I could say it is because it is that good. Can you make it Christmas themed in the next thirty seconds? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I've got one ply. I've got two ply. But this Christmas, if I give you my phone number, can I get a reply? Oh. Okay. I like that one. It's okay. Because you said Christmas. <laughs> <in it. laughs> Makes it Christmassy. One ply, the two old... ply, Christmas, Christmas style toilet paper. Yeah. I was really Kleenex box. People, people get toilet paper for Christmas. It's a common gift. Like the, the yeah, they, there's novelty toilet paper for Christmas for sure. Novelty oh, toilet paper what? exists. All right, here, I'll look up one. <laughs> You've never seen toilet paper with Bin Laden's face on it? Yeah. What? Oh, that was that? a big thing. Really? When yeah, Bin Laden yeah, was yeah, also a big thing. <laughs> well, Trump, Trump, same stuff. Trump toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, I actually, I was gonna say Obama, but yeah, that you never exists. get like those rolls of toilet well, they paper. All, there, all the politicians, like, <laughs> dollar bills, quote unquote. Like, so I feel like we should get. Never mind. Are we are we introducing you to novelty toilet paper? You are. I, I right. honestly don't I think I want to come back to this house and yeah, see it just flowing. Yeah. 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 So this one. So. What do you think it's getting girded up? It's going to be girded yeah, up. Yeah. Girded up. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defeating toilet now, paper. Now selling. <laughs> Between that and Hillary Clinton's face. Honestly. Keep your own ego in check. Hey, you hate the Gird Up podcast? Why don't you show us by buying some toilet paper with the Gird Up logo on it? <laughs> all right Ooh. it is a christmas podcast after all and one of my favorite characters from the whole christmas it's not really a christmas story but like the whole christmas scene right is uh saint nicholas and saint nicholas's day it's was one of his favorite co- characters well, it was earlier this <laughs> the, week. the character there's two I mean, characters there's jesus <laughs> and there's saint nick and he chose saint nick <laughs> i thought it was a good segue until right now yeah <laughs> Okay, anyway, 
anyway, St. Nicholas obviously plays a massive role in the holiday, and not a lot of people actually know anything about St. Nicholas. Um, and the Catholics, I feel like, do a decent job because they often will still celebrate uh, Saint, the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is on December 6th. Um, so it was last Tuesday at, as uh, for our recording of this. Um, but St. Nicholas was actually kind of a badass. Um, and so I just wanted to go through a little bit of his story here. Um, so we're going to read through a couple of, there's an intro, and then there's three stories I picked out about St. Nicholas. One of them is maybe true. One of them is probably not true, but kind of awesome. And the third one is, I kind of hope it's true. All right. Um, so anybody volunteers who wants to read the first part? Uh, Gustav did a wonderful job of reading. Gustav is so good at reading. (laughs) So the story of Santa Claus begins with Nicholas, who was born during the 3rd century in the village of Patara in Asia Minor. At the time, the area was Greek and is now on the southern coast of Turkey. His wealthy parents, who raised him to be a devout Christian, died in an epidemic epidemic. (laughs) (laughs) while Nicholas was still young. Obeying Jesus' words to sell what you own and give the money to the poor, Nicholas used his whole inheritance to assist the needy, the sick, and the suffering. He dedicated his life to serving God and was made bishop of Myra while still a young man. Bishop Nicholas became known throughout the land for his generosity, yep, thank you, uh, to those in need, his love for children, and his concern for sailors and ships. Under the Roman Emperor Diocletian, who ruthlessly persecuted Christians, Bishop Nicholas suffered for his faith, was exiled, and even imprisoned. The prisons were so full of bishops, priests, and deacons that there was no room for the real criminals, murderers, thieves, and robbers. After his release, Nicholas attended the Council of Nicaea in A.D. 325. He died on December 6th, A.D. 343 in Myra and was buried in his cathedral church where a unique relic called manna... Is that really... What? Anyway, you got it. I mean, so it's like manna from the Old Testament? I assume so. Okay, no. well, um, I feel like this should also go in a category of probably didn't happen. But anyway, <laughs> uh, a unique relic called manna formed on his grave. This liquid substance said to have healing powers fostered the growth of devotion to Nicholas. The anniversary of his death became a day of celebration. St. Nicholas Day, December 6th, December 19th, if you follow the Julian calendar. Does anybody know what the tradition is on St. Nicholas Day? Put your shoes outside. <clears throat> Punch heretics. Presents appear in them. Yeah, yeah, the wise men. Yeah. What? Was that? what? <laughs> well, yeah, the wise men put presents in your shoes. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Maybe it is the wise. I thought it was. Well, no, I'm pretty I... sure it's Saint Nicholas. Okay, <laughs> let me go ahead and figure this out for you, then. The wise men come after Christmas. Right. You put your shoes out on Epiphany, and that's when the wise men put them on. <laughs> oh, is that actually the tradition? You put your shoes outside, yeah. For Epiphany? Cool. No, oh, no, not Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's continue. I'll read the next one. Yeah. Throughout the centuries, many stories and legends have been told about St. Nicholas's life and deeds. These accounts help us understand his extraordinary character and why he is so beloved and revered as a protector and helper of those in need. Mm. That seems All right, so our friend... <laughs> oh, <hey now laughs> okay, first story. Who wants to read the first story? This is a maybe true story. Bryce has got it. Here we go. So this is maybe true. Uh, One story tells of a poor man with three daughters. In those days, a young woman's father had to offer prospective husbands something of value, a dowry. The larger the dowry... We should bring that back. Yo. Throwing it out there. Fun fact, my dad bought my grandpa two horses when he got engaged to my mom. So he had like a real dowry? No. That's awesome. I mean, like, obviously it wasn't like... 
Did your grandpa like say this is how much it should be? Or See, ever... I honestly don't know that part. It seems like dad just did it because like that's what he did. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know the full story. I just know it happened. Have you ever heard the story of the ten kill wife? Yes. Yeah, that sounds familiar. familiar. I feel like you told us <laughs> I probably have talked about it on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, but so it's like this. Uh, it's in Hawaii. There's this dude. There's like a rich white man who's in Hawaii and he wants to marry one of the daughters of the local chieftain, probably for like political reasons or whatever. And so he goes over there. And he says, sir, I will pay, uh, let me give you a 10 cow dowry for your daughter. And he's got two daughters. And one of them's kind of like, the older one's kind of homely and whatever. And nobody really likes her, what all that. And then the younger one is beautiful. And whatever. So he assumes that he's talking about the beautiful daughter. This is the short version of the story. Hey, yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas, I know. Sounds like anyway, a Bible story. Uh, sure. What, really? Leah and Rachel. Oh, what? Leah and Rachel. Okay, yeah. blew my mind but, there. But Leah anyway, yeah, so the, uh. Um, so the rich man comes up and he says, here's the 10 cows. Normally, like, a real babe would be, like, two cows. Most of them would be one cow. But this is a 10-cow woman. She's, oh, he's got to be talking about my beautiful younger daughter. And when the rich guy gets there, he goes, no, no, no. I want your older daughter. And everybody's shocked. And he marries the older daughter. And then they go away back to the mainland. And they don't see him for many years. And all of a sudden, um, they get news one year. Around Christmas time, we'll make it a Christmas story. Around Christmas time, <laughs> the families that the family's coming back, that this rich man is coming back, and so they start getting the house ready. And this beautiful woman shows up at the house and starts preparing, like getting the furniture ready, um, and, and open up the windows and all that kind of stuff. And somebody walks up to her and says, "Who are you?" And she says, "You don't recognize me." And they said, "No." And then a bunch of different people all come up to her, and the whole town's trying to figure out who this woman is. And then finally, she says. I'm the daughter that he married. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm the wife. And they said, "There's no way you're, hurt. you were so homely and whatever." And she says, <laughs> I know, "I'm such a good storyteller." Anyway, and she says something to the effect of, "Well, he paid ten cows for me and treated me like a ten cow wife, and a ten cow wife is what I became." <laughs> anyway, that's my dowry story. Alrighty, <laughs> Bryce, continue. Oh, ho ho ho, <laughs> <and> gentlemen! <laughs> Before I continue, just start a, from the top. Was there a moral to that story? Uh, yeah. yeah, treat her like a ten cow wife, and she will become one. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, the husband gives something of value, which is called the dowry, which is how we got onto that story. <laughs> So the larger... I never told you the story of the ten cow wife. <laughs> Whoa, so dude! <laughs> no, I think you're thinking of the ten sheep wife. Oh, it's yeah, a little well, bit different. Oh, different story, go. different moral. Sorry, different moral. <laughs> the larger the dowry, the better the chance that a young woman would find a good husband. Without a dowry, a woman was unlikely to marry. This poor man's daughters, without dowries, were therefore destined to be sold into slavery. Mysteriously, on three different occasions, a bag of gold appeared in their home providing the needed dowries. The bags of gold, tossed through an open window, are said to have landed in stockings or shoes left before the fire to dry. This led to the custom of children hanging stockings or putting shoes outside, eagerly awaiting gifts from St. Nicholas. Sometimes the story is told with gold balls instead of bags of gold, that is why three gold balls, sometimes represented as oranges, are one of the symbols for St. Nicholas. And so St. Nicholas is a gift giver. That story yeah. sucks. Probably. <laughs> no Zero excitement. No action at all. It's just he, Robin. He Hood. rescued girls <laughs> from slavery. That story well, sucks. Who would okay, rescue a bunch I've of girls I've literally from never slavery. heard that tale whatsoever, and you put yeah, that as right. maybe true. Okay, you haven't heard it because it's the probable one. Oh, yeah, it's not yeah. as exciting as the others. The but... dramatized version is way more fun. <laughs> yeah. Where it was cows instead? 
He threw ten cows through an open window. <laughs> I, don't know, I like to think it's true. It's definitely feasible, right? I, I, that he was yeah, helping the dude yeah. out. Yeah. Fair enough. I've also heard versions where they're like he, the guy like waits up at the father waits up at night and is like trying to figure out who's giving him the gold and he catches Saint Nicholas and then Saint Nicholas like makes him promise not to say anything and then he tells the whole town anyway. But oh, it's kind of cool too. Yeah. So like See, he was trying to be anonymous. And bless all those people. That's yeah. what I needed for the story. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. Now I feel better about it. I can see the tear rolling down your cheek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guess you want to handle the probably not true story or Connor or anybody. Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take, take it. I was right. going around sure. the table. Take the probably not true story. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> another story tells of three theological students traveling on their way to study in Athens. Mm. A wicked in- Classic. I love this. A wicked innkeeper robbed and murdered them hiding their remains in a large pickling tub. It so happened... Nothing like a pickled seminarian for Christmas. (laughs) You gotta hide them in the tree somewhere. Throw them in some primo after that. (laughs) (laughs) That one got Charlie good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was a good one. It so happened that Bishop Nicholas, traveling along the same route, 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 uh, uh, route. <laughs> well, interesting. I like route. I do root. route personally. Um, stopped at this very inn. In the night, he dreamed of the crime, got up, and summoned the innkeeper. As Nicholas prayed earnestly to God, the three boys were restored to life and wholeness. In France, the story is told of three small children wandering in their play until lost, lured, and captured by an evil butcher. St. Nicholas appears and appeals to God to return them to life and to their families. And so St. Nicholas is the patron and protector of children. Hmm. That one probably not true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know that's he, absurd. He, he put Pickling kids? Really? <laughs> Throwing gold through the window, though. I mean... <laughs> Also, considering that there's two different stories in that story, one of them is for sure not true. I like how they even acknowledge, like, oh, it probably wasn't even, like, even in this legendary story that probably didn't happen, it probably wasn't kids, but we're going to celebrate children. Yeah. Sounds better. All right, last one I kind of hope is true. Roosh? This one, especially, especially <laughs> having gone, just finished, uh, or I guess we haven't. Is there we, a route that passes through the mountains? Oh, there we the go, beaches. babies. There we go. boy. Root, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Root. <laughs> All right, whatever. Okay, so especially <laughs> we just gone through symbolics. So in symbolics, we talked about with Council of Nicaea quite a bit. Um, Shore and I, at least, are in that class right now. Gus, are you in that class right now? I did symbolics like two years ago. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so we talked quite a bit about the Council of Nicaea, and apparently Nicholas was there. Um, and so, kind of, you want to read that last one? I kind of hope this one is true because it Yo, changes I lo- my opinion. I love this one. This I is love a great this one. story. All right, go ahead. In the year of our Lord, 325, Emperor Constantine convened the Council of Nicaea, the very first ecumenical council. More than 300 bishops came from all over the Christian world to debate the nature of the Holy Trinity. It was one of the early church's most intense theological questions. Arius from Egypt was teaching that Jesus the Son was not equal to God the Father. Arius forcefully argued his position at length. The bishops listened respectfully. As Arius vigorously continued, okay. Nicholas became... Well, you paused and looked oh, around. I didn't know if we were all, like, 
oh, taking turns no, you in, do or do you have a beautiful voice? I'll keep reading. We like that voice. Yeah, I was very into that story. Okay. As Arius vigorously continued, Nicholas became more and more agitated. Finally, he could no longer bear what he believed was essentially being attacked. The outraged Nicholas... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. The outraged Nicholas got up, crossed the room, and slapped Arius across the face. (laughs) Yo... This is the meme on our uh, bathroom newsletter this week. Actually, yeah, yeah, I picked. The, yeah, I picked oh, that's this awesome. Yeah. The bishops were shocked. <laughs> it was unbelievable that a bishop would lose control and be so hot-headed in such a solemn assembly. They brought Nicholas to Constantine. Constantine said, even though it was illegal for anyone to strike another in his presence, in this case, the bishops themselves must determine the punishment. The bishops stripped Nic- Nicholas of his bishop's garment, chained him, and threw him into jail. That would keep Nicholas away from the meeting. When the council ended, a final decision would be made about his future. Nicholas was ashamed and prayed for forgiveness, though he did not waver in his belief. During the night, Jesus and Mary, his mother, appeared asking, Why are you in jail? Because of my love for you, Nicholas replied. Jesus then gave the book of the Gospels to Nicholas. Oh. <clears throat> Mary gave him an ooh, um, Forney, it's uh, Yeah, well, not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, we're in Hellenistic texts. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, am I, believe it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> phone a friend on pronunciation. Anybody? I'm a Forian. What he said. Yeah, I'm a Forian. Yeah, trust the guy with the mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a Forian. Okay. So Nicholas would again be d- dressed as bishop. Uh, Now at peace, Nicholas studied the scriptures for the rest of the night. When the jailer came in the morning, he found the chains loose on the floor and Nicholas dressed in bishop's robes, quietly reading the scriptures. When When Constantine was told of this, the emperor asked that Nicholas be freed. Nicholas was then fully reinstated as bishop of Mira. All right, so the the meme that I have for it, so it's a picture of St. Nick, and <clears throat> it says, I came to give presents to kids and punch heretics, and I just ran out of presents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I've never heard this story. Before. Yeah, I know, right? This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It is amazing. I'm just imagining like a synod convention and somebody watches my stage like Will Smith and just smacks <laughs> Can you post that on your Instagram or oh, something yeah. like yeah, that? Yeah, we'll post Here, it on your Instagram. Share it yeah. yeah, share it with me and we'll post it. Yeah. I love oh, that. dude, it's so <laughs> good. It's so good. <laughs> that makes me happy. All right. Yeah, I had never heard that story have until you, I started researching this podcast. I was like, have you dude. ever seen the uh, 1988 They Live movie? No. Okay. You should look up a YouTube video or a TikTok video on that because. That there's a reference in that to this, like very similar wording and style, but I think you'd like it. I mean, I'd seen, I had seen like memes where I can't remember what the Latin words are, but, but like where's the two things, like uh, Christ is fully God versus only partially oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's Saint Nicholas, and I knew that he like had battled on that, mm-hmm. but not that he was walked over and slapped Arius. I've face. never heard this story before, and I think it's fantastic. It's like it's like Lutherans hearing this for the first time. It's great. Yeah! Clayum is one of our own, yeah. just like John Huss, even though he wasn't definitely You're wasn't right. Lutheran. Yeah. Just kind of gets wrapped in because yeah. Yeah, he was a martyr. Got burned. And, and, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they also burned him. He was wrong about stuff, but they also burned him. <laughs> John Huss awesome. is so hot right now. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> 
Christmas would, pickup lines. <laughs> Are you John Huston? No. You're so hot right now. Because oh, no. you're on fire. You're smoking, baby. Well, that should actually become one of our basketball cheers on the side. <laughs> So if you're ever like trying to, if you're a girl listening to this and you ever want to flirt with a seminarian, that's the pickup line you use right there. Yeah. It'll tell you how much he reads at least. <laughs> if he says what, just move along. Just move along. I also I do love the idea of like they stripped his robes and everything, and they come into his uh, cell the next day. And, like, again, probably didn't happen, but he's dressed in bishop's robes, just reading his Bible. He's like, hey guys. <laughs> All right, any last words on uh, St. Nicholas before we keep going? Um, nothing particular. Yeah. Just uh, pretty disappointed that, you know, none of these can be true because where's the elves, right? Like, yep. And Mrs. Play? Claus. Where's Mrs. Claus? Yeah. You know, like, like, is, is he there's a whole relationship we're missing around. I was waiting for a segue. <laughs> it was just elves. I believe that Mrs. Claus was uh, tied up with uh, Luther's wife at the, Wait. At the <laughs> cloister. Isn't that where Mrs. Claus was? Uh, yeah, maybe at, at the, the Abbey, even though they're like 200 no like 1200 years apart that's not important. it's christmas <laughs> get in the spirit of christmas yeah, they're immortal okay. now. <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> saint nick is still alive so that's <laughs> very much possible that's a good point that's a good point he just never got married until the lutheran reformation out of respect for the catholic church mm-hmm. yeah there he go. was a bishop after all yeah. No, I, th- I think the movie A Boy Called Christmas definitely explains the meaning of Elton. We all know. We all know. Yo, that's a great that, segue, bro. We all <laughs> know. Speaking about movies. We all know that Santa Claus and his wife went on their first date for noodles and pie. You got the reference for Punchline? Huh? Uh, you guys that, got the reference? Is that a pickup line? Or? What? Like, you ever seen the Santa Claus 2? It's oh, a terrible yeah. movie, yeah. but that, like, that oh, storyline, like, where they're falling. Yeah, yeah. Allen. The, like the mm-hmm. the whole the whole Santa Claus part of it is really dumb, but mm-hmm. the love story is excellently performed. And at one point, he gets really awkward because he hasn't been on a date in a long time, and he says, "You you want to you want to get noodles and pie?" Oh. <laughs> She's like, "Do you mean you want to go on a date?" It's just a great it's a great line. Anyway, I, I think I don't like that word for Santa, but for me, it <laughs> did work for Santa. It did work for Santa. Um, I don't know the Santa the original the Santa Claus for me has to be close to the, one of the best. Christmas movies of all time. What do you guys think are the best, the greatest Christmas movies ever made? Bryce actually asked me about this in the car, and then the three that I said, he said, those are the exact three I was going to say. Oh, really? of course. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, right after you said them, he said they were the exact same? <laughs> he said, what were you thinking? <laughs> no, That's I, crazy. Did you, say them, man? Would you say them at the I same already, time? Can down, you write them down? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, was it like Step Brothers? Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so number one, number one is definitely Polar Express. Oh, you say well, number, one overall, number one overall, number one overall, number one Christmas movie. See, that Just one didn't make my why, list, but I really like it. Hot why. chocolate is a great okay. song. It, it has everything you need. It has the action adventure. Mm. It has the horror scene with the one like clown car. Mm. Prepubescent mm. love. And it has hot chocolate. And no sappy love story to ruin the Christmas cheer. <laughs> that's a good, yeah. That's yeah that is a really good fair point. point. <laughs> a lot of Christmas cheer. You, we got into this There's yesterday. No girls Bryce. in it. <laughs> you and I got into this last night, Bryce. But I love like romantic Christmas movies. I love them. You do too. Yeah. You like them too. Oh I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm like watching Hallmark Christmas movies all the time. There's only a couple of those that I can stand because they frankly are awful. But, dude, okay, <laughs> especially like the Netflix ones. There's some of those that are like a little sure, bit higher yeah. quality. 
They're phenomenal. Like if you have you have you seen the Noel Diary yet? No, but it's on the list of things. Yeah, it's we're on Netflix, to watch dude. <laughs> like you said, we. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you and yeah. who? You and who? Okay, no, but here's Color, speaking, of the, <laughs> speaking of the sappy love stories. This is in my top three. 1954, White Christmas. Oh yeah, yes. it's solid. fantastic yes. classic it's movie. movie. I have also not in my top three, but yeah. excellent movie. Yeah. yeah. I have to say this on record, and now I just forgot the name of the movie, but the one where he kills himself, and every time a bell rings, an angel gets his gets his wings. Most overrated Christmas movie. Oh my on gosh! Earth. First of all, that's not the storyline, and second, it'll punch you in the face. That is the only Christmas movie. There what are no that? other all other Christmas movies bow down to It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, except oh for literally the gosh. ratings and the people that were alive <laughs> oh when it came out because they all goodness. hated it. Yeah, and they were Dude, wrong. Dude, okay, the only they reason the it's only the reason single, that movie it's the no. Most- Stop. Let hey, me tell hey, you some history. Pause. While we argue, let's make sure that we're far enough away from the microphone. Let me tell you some history. Ready? Go. Let me tell How you some history. How can you possibly say the only reason that that's not a good movie? The only reason that movie became popular was because when it first got released, it's it re- was received so poorly movie. that any TV Ooh. station Ooh. could buy the rights to it. And play it forever. That's like, also not what happened. That is what happened. No, they just didn't re-up the rights, and then it passed in the public domain. Dude, that's but when it got re- as bad. That yeah, <laughs> that's even worse. It is. Oh okay, explain. Okay, look at that movie and tell me. I have you. What's the how name? Many, I haven't it's seen. It's a it. wonderful. What? <laughs> yeah, and that's the, okay because it's garbage. The cast is oh just terrible. Oh my god! You're just. <laughs> 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 Movies movies don't get better just because they're old. Oh my god! Movies are not good. It doesn't matter how old it is. It's just you guys are all just tuned up on me. (laughs) I I mean, I've never seen. Okay, so after. Oh my goodness! I looked at it. We're gonna have a movie night, and you two need to come over. You guys also need to come. We're gonna. How can you? It's because it's not a good movie. Why would we watch it? Have you even seen it? No. Well, yeah, oh, my yeah. <laughs> oh my I mean yes, goodness. yes, I watched it a couple years ago. Oh my way in the past. I don't remember yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's one back. of oh my goodness, it's one of the best movies ever made. Forget about Christmas movie. Oh, oh don't actually, even. Sophie asked, Hey, we should watch a Christmas movie the other night and we were looking at It's a Wonderful Life and I decided no, I actually want to watch the greatest Christmas so movie of all time. Go- oh, which, which is, is if you say How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Yep. The yeah, Jim Carrey live Jim Carrey. version. Yeah. Oh no! Are you joking? Absolutely. Charlie actually likes the 2018 animated version. No, that's my, Charlie's that's favorite. That's also terrible. That's also my parents terrible. never let me watch the Jim Carrey. Version. Dude, oh, no. Man, Are you talking about the good. animated one with Horton Here's a Who at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a great the yeah. original yeah. TV special with the original excellent. song. Yeah, the, I mean they literally just read yeah. the book. Yeah, that's an excellent, excellent TV special. And I regret agreeing with you before you said Jim Carrey version because he it's ah. It is better than the 2018 one. The 2018 one, he's just so nice. I hate all the. How can uh, it's okay? It's objectively not a good movie. Yeah. Forget about the fact that it's the Grinch. It's just not a good movie. We're talking about the 2018 one. Yeah. No. Right. No, I'm talking about the Jim Carrey one. Jim Carrey one. What? It's just not even a good movie. It's the same story. It's a phenomenal movie, and it's funny. How is it the same story? He does the stuff. <laughs> he discovers that Christmas is not about the gifts, all right? And you don't get a better family-centric movie than How yeah. the Grinch Stole Christmas. The uh, the animated one from the 60s, that they, like the television yeah, special, yeah. I it's agree. It's phenomenal, yeah. The, the Jim Carrey, ah, I ju- ah. 
also, ba- also total bastardization of a beautiful opinion. story. Very unpopular opinion. Hmm. The Grinch song, I think, is way better in the Jim Carrey version. That, Yo, his version, I mean, it's good. I, yeah. I, I, I will it. say the 2018 hot like hip hop version is phenomenal. Is that what you said? No, That's like, actually when we get down to our three worst Christmas songs of all time. Is that on your that list? is on my list. I really enjoy it, actually. <laughs> I really We've got enjoy very it. different minds at this table. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, what's the movie you okay. got? Uh, we are the opposite of an echo chamber. Right please, now. I beg you just to go watch It's a Wonderful Life, though, with an open mind and no. an open heart. <laughs> When I was growing up, I did. my family used to watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey version, every day of December. Oh, on watch that this weekend. Like, you didn't have to necessarily be sitting down and watching it, but it always was on at least ah, once. Okay, so that's that. interesting because you. Ba- so what I'm hearing you say basically is it has so much sentimental value to you that you just absolutely love it. That sounds. I see, that's it is such go. a good movie that I am not sick oh of it. See, what Zach just describes a military torture tactic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's so like an advent calendar, the, except the every single day you have to watch one movie. <laughs> the first, the first time I ever saw that version of the Grinch was the day when my dad had like a major injury and spent most of the day in the hospital and then came home and we all watched it together. So you this have is a therapy that. session. I it's like, like this. The opposite, it's like the opposite of your of your reason for loving the movie is my reason for hating the movie. Okay. So I, I'll be honest, I can't really objectively watch it. But my, uh, Go ahead. Another one of my top three favorite uh, Christmas movies, 2015 Krampus. Yo! Have you seen that? Get out, oh, With man. Adam Scott. And... Yeah. You not drink enough water or anything or... No what? <laughs> <laughs> you just you get cramps all day. <laughs> you are the worst. Hey, speaking of cramps, I got oh one this morning. It was horrible. <laughs> it took me so long. That would make such a good movie. Such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a totally average, normal Christmas day, and he just keeps getting cramps. Like he gets- I'm imagining, I'm imagining, like, here's the storyline on this. There's, like, a dad whose wife is like, you know what? You haven't been out for Christmas for, or you haven't been out this on is the not town the story for so line. long. And go out for Christmas. And then he goes out and drinks too much, and the next day he's crapping out late. Yo, t- hey, hey, hey. Movie. Okay, so check this out. out so I remember. <laughs> hey. it's, all just, it's all just, like, slapstick. Okay. So, so when my cousin... It's like uh, it's like uh, on top of the Christmas tree. Oh, <laughs> he's okay. got like a sister-in-law who's a personal trainer who's like, you should just drink water. Like, so no. yo, yo. So I'm pretty sure it's such a random like Pedialyte ad placements in it. <laughs> All right, so it was around this time of year. Every time my cousin would finish a Harry Potter book, we would watch the movie right after. I remember we were at his house. It took him an entire year to finish a Harry Potter book. Well. Uh, I don't know. I don't, okay, shut up. They're long, long books, man. Yeah. Slow down. Yeah. Anyway, but so I remember we were sitting there watching it, and my dad, he had just gotten off his shift at work, and out of nowhere, his legs, he just straightened them out. Straightens them out. He's like, give me a banana! He starts shouting. He's like, I need a banana now! Wait, was this in Krampus or no? Yeah, this was, this was Krampus. This, this yeah. was Krampus. That's a great trailer. But no, Krampus. That's okay, I'm, I'm sure. I'm so sure our version of the movie stuff. is better than what Connor's gonna tell us. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay. So check it out. The whole, Here, the whole, the, the whole, whole trailer is a guy sits down in a recliner, sets it back, flips the string, goes, "Give me a bag!" <laughs> 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 just Krampus. <laughs> 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 it was that. 
okay. But it's just like thinking about it afterwards. If you had the banana, like it's not like it, it's not like instant. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Anyway, okay. So Connor, describe this Krampus movie. Describe this movie that's about to be way worse than what we. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, It's not that good. Yeah, Uh, sixty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. It's a Christmas horror movie. It's a Christmas horror. It's a Christmas horror movie. I really enjoy it, but. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah, it's the anti. I did really enjoy it. I believe Krampus is one of the Narin. For Nuomers. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Really. He's like the. Cast of German Santa characters. Yeah. See, I but thought he was. There's a Krampus that runs well, around in New Orleans. So, I thought Krampus was Russian, but there's there is so in like the German Father Christmas, there is like a slave boy who's covered in ash yeah. who like beats children, beats naughty children in like mm-hmm. the ancient legend. He he, and it's basically yeah. Krampus except it's the German version. Whatever his name is, he's the prelude to Saint Nick. Yeah. That if you if you if you don't if you don't get your ducks in a row by the eighth, you'll get whipped. But then you have sounds like corporate America. <laughs> you, have, you have thirteen anyway, days right before Christmas. <laughs> make the nice list. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the number one movie I have. Everybody has uh, probably heard of this movie. It's uh, the first Christmas comedy in history, FYI. Okay. A Christmas Story from 1983. Before, really? yeah, before that movie, there were there were zero mainstream Christmas comedies. So it's yeah. like. A Christmas Story started off what essentially becomes Christmas ba- Vacation by the 1980 or 83 or 89. Yeah. So, I don't know. That that's <laughs> number 2 on my that. list for mad overrated Christmas movies. Hey, I, 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 I agree with I him. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I Yo. agree with Colin. I think it's overrated. I do enjoy it though. Well, and here's the thing is again, I think it's like this is one of those ones where it's like I would always watch it with my family every year. And see, that's the mm-hmm. thing is when it comes down to it, all these movies are just ones that we've yep. have some kind of sentimental attachment to. But something about it too is it's like one of our family traditions is we go and have a like we go to some kind of Chinese restaurant for dinner on thanks uh, on Thanksgiving. No, on uh, Christmas Eve. So it's like we always do some kind of Oriental type dinner, and that, I mean that's what happens at the end of a Christmas yeah. story. So it's like I would always make that connection, and do I was you guys like, like ceremoniously chop off the head of the. <laughs> No, unfortunately not. <laughs> okay, then what about uh, National Lampoon's Christmas? Solid film. It's great. I was putting that's the films. funniest Christmas movie of all time. Is that on your list of three? When uh, when <laughs> Uncle Eddie says "Save the neck for me, Clark," that's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great movie. It's hilarious. I don't know if I put it in the top three. Mm. I, I would put that on my list of Christmas movies. Neither yeah. good nor bad. Well, yeah. if we're talking about movies with sentimental value, I always think of Home Alone. Mm. Because my the first one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> None well, of the other. well, I guess the series. Hey, the second one has drones? Trump in it, though. Bad. That's, yeah, that's second, true. second one does have. It, second one, all right. It's all right. I think it was bad. It's See, all right. It's not the first one. No, agreed. It, it's not so much about the movie. It's about what the movie like provokes in my family. Mm. It's okay. always about because I have three brothers. It's arguing. <laughs> oh, like if we were to leave someone, it'd definitely be you. And then we'd oh, no. this long debate. <laughs> oh, no. That's family, folks. Yeah. That's family Christmas. That's holiday. <laughs> Child endangerment. What's that? <laughs> Just running over the stuff. Sure, what's your lately? number two and three? Uh, my number two is uh, totally unbiased, right? No sentimental value. Oh, yeah. Uh, Muppets, A Christmas Carol. Oh, Dude, that's my number two. Let's go, baby. Yo. 
That's a phenomenal movie. movie. It's, Best it's, take on a Christmas Carol yeah, ever. It's the classic what? of Christmas oh, have Carol, you ever but seen the hilarious. B- have you ever seen the BBC, like, the, the BBC one that's true to the book <laughs> with uh, Sir... <laughs> Um, we already said no. Uh, who's the dude? He's uh, no. the bald guy. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> in the Matrix, the guy in a wheelchair. Keanu uh, Reeves. Professor X. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, who, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what's his name? Patrick uh, Stewart. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Like oh actually? Nice. Good job. Patrick Stewart <laughs> is Scrooge, and it's really, really... I wouldn't put it on this list, but it's really, no, really... No, I agree really with you. That is a really good one. Yeah, and it's like for TV, so there's a bunch of weird like mm. relapses and stuff. But it is really well done. I yeah. mean, Jim Carrey does also have a very good version of the Christmas Carol. Oh yeah, it's better than the Grinch. Good. Oh, I okay, like him man. as the Grinch. I didn't like everything else around the Grinch movie. Like, what Jim, Jim Carrey? Fair. He Jim Carrey was the only Grinch. thing that it's made just, the movie worthwhile. It's, impo- it's hard to make a book that long into a full length feature movie. That short, yeah. you mean? And I love the original so much. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. that long, that short. It's hard to make a book of that length into a full-length feature film, and I just hate the storyline around it. In both of them, 2018 and the Jim Carrey one. The, the just... Netflix one that they did, the animated one? Is that the one you're talking about? B- or that you... one and the Jim Carrey one. Both okay, of them. I don't those. like them for that reason, is there's uh, too much extracurricular activity. Zach, what was your third? It's too bad that extracurricular was amazing. And what, made a what, was, what was your third, Zach? I'm going to be honest, I didn't come in with a third. Oh, okay. Fair enough. My third was, this one definitely is sentimental, but it's a great movie, is While You Were Sleeping with Mm. Sandra Bullock. Anybody seen that one? I have, and I... I, I guess in my mind it's strictly movie. romance, and not. I see why you like it. Yeah, I mean, I said that, it's and I'm, so, I see why. And you then like there's it. there's a whole bunch of like subtle humor in it too. So like there's a scene, like <clears throat> anytime they do like you know how in movies they do like a panoramic of like there's activity and, it, and it's based in Chicago, so there's like city skylines and all that kind of stuff. But in every single shot like that where they just pan around, something happens. So like when they pan across a like a skating rink, some kid biffs it, you know. Mm. And then there's one where it's supposed to like show that it's morning, and so there's a kid delivering newspapers on his bike and when he throws the newspaper he falls off his bike he's just all that kind of stuff it's just hilarious yeah, yeah. and some of my favorite like movie lines ever come out of that yeah. movie too i'm not i don't genuinely think it's one of the best christmas movies ever but i love watching it every year connor do you have a two or three i, I said both my two and three but i didn't have a question do you guys think that die hard is a christmas movie yeah of course this is this is a question that i'm curious what a lot of people think if it's in my mind if it takes place on christmas it's a christmas movie Movie, mm. But I also understand when people say it's not Christmas because Christmas really has nothing to do with the movie besides the fact that it's a Christmas party. But I would put it oh, in the Christmas oh, movie oh. category because it happens on Christmas. Yeah. And I also love action movies that happen on Christmas. We watched Fat Man the other day. That's a pretty. Fun I'm really movie. excited to watch Violent Night too. Uh, I yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to shout that one out yeah, at the end here too. Have yeah. you guys watched Fat Man? Uh, no. Mel Gibson is nope. Santa Claus. But he's contracted by the government. <laughs> yeah. He's like a hitman. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I had so my third one kind of well it's two so Santa Claus is coming to town and Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. both from the 1960s they kind of coincide in my mind yeah. and honestly sometimes I like mix up scenes from the two of them mm-hmm. but both are phenomenal and I mean yeah the animatronics are awesome yeah yeah I would add the year without a Santa Claus to that list is not quite as good but it's mm-hmm. also a classic and yeah. awesome but then also like another shout out Scrooged. I mean, it's not phenomenal, but it's kind of just un- more Christmas content. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, <laughs> but it's Bill Murray. You oh, know? Oh, oh sure, yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. Bill Murray, and so it's like if you like Bill Murray, then it's like oh, 
you know? Did you guys watch Bill Murray's Christmas special that came out a couple of years I ago? I did. I like it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't just sit down and watch it, but no. I put it out in the background. And I wouldn't and kind of enjoy have it. anyone else watch it either. It was just something that I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I enjoyed yeah. doing it. <laughs> okay, what? Have you ever um, heard of Tim Robinson's I Think You Should Leave? Oh, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a sketch comedy show, and yeah. one of them is uh, Scrooge gets visited by the ghost of Christmas way future, and he enlists him to fight Skeletor in the Bone Army. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And the, and the best line is just, "Oh crap, a bunch more really bad stuff just happened." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did you guys have three, or I don't think we um, hit you guys for a three. A well, third. my my number one is Elf, and there you go. It's yep. a great movie. That should have been mentioned earlier. Worth a yeah, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> During Christmas, every every time, once once a year, my brother will put it on, and then everyone else will just sit down and watch the whole thing. Yeah. See, my my third was Elf, but then someone mentioned the name Sandra Bullock, and I was like, oh, like I watched The Proposal recently, and that's a really good movie. Is it a Christmas movie? Well, I watched Alaska, it like they? a week and a half ago, so I consider it. <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you watched it during, it during December. December. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. No longer yeah. has to do the time of the movie, but when you there, watch okay, the movie. Is there a Christmas scene in that movie? I, I mean, thought there well, was. Well, I thought if you there think was about too. it, so <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' uh, mo- or grandmother, as it were, gifts Sandra Bullock's character the wedding dress, and that's like a gift-giving sort of thing. And, and that makes it Christmas? Yeah, because you give gifts on Christmas. <laughs> it could be her birthday. I like it. I think they, they talk like about it. Christmas, like no, coming down I mean, for Christmas in the movie. Like, oh, they do visit, talk about coming to down visit to visit for, for Christmas. Christmas. The word Christmas is in the movie, yeah. therefore <laughs> Christmas, Christmas movie. movie yeah. thank, thank you, Connor. Yeah. Thank you for backing me up. I just watched this, yeah. Oh, jeez. Alright. You watched a lot of movies recently? Okay. You ready for this awesome segue? Here we go. Here we go. These are all great Christmas movies. How come there aren't any good m- movies about the true Christmas story? Uh, the Chosen still working little drummer on it right boy. now. The, the, the little drummer boy. Okay, I used little to, drummer boy. The, the, I showed the little drummer boy to my first and second <laughs> yeah. graders, and it like traumatized them. It's a 1968 film. Again, that's in the same league as Rudolph and Kids Santa Claus. Kids were made different back in the 60s, though. They were built today can't handle it. They walked miles. They played in school. dirt. Anyway. Up and now with way. iPads. <laughs> they drank milk. <laughs> I disagree with that. I think, <laughs> I think maybe one of the reasons why it's so hard is sections like John 1. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to just selected verses from John 1. Um, <clears throat> the whole, Obviously, the whole chapter kind of talks about Jesus' birth and John Baptist. Um, but we just took the ones out that uh, talks directly about Jesus. And I think it's one of the beautiful, most beautiful sections of Scripture. I really enjoyed going through it in the Gospel of John last year, too. Uh, but it begins, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came into that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, 
the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. All right. So often that's the reading on Christmas Day. I, I love the fact that it's Christmas Day. I mean, you'd think it would be Luke 2 on Christmas Day, but it's usually this instead. Um, I don't know. Anybody got thoughts on uh, John 1 here? I think it really shows the the craziness of what the birth was more than the actual story of the birth really really does really captures how insane it is that Mary was given the duty of caring for God himself and that is to me that's insane and yeah that's those are my thoughts yeah well and the idea of I, I so I'm reading a book oh it's not in here right now I'm reading a book by um, Tim Keller uh, about I think it's Hidden Christmas or something like that is what it's called. But the, he used a phrase the, in the last chapter I read of the deity of God punching a hole um, through the line between um, deity and man. And I just loved that imagery of like he's punching a hole through. Like there's been a separation between God and man. And now, like like I said, that punching a hole through that. Now God is one of us. Like Emmanuel there really is an Emmanuel now. God does physically walk with us, and he's a baby in a manger. Yeah. I, I always think about the incarnation. It's really like one of the two key linchpins of Christianity is the incarnation and the resurrection. And like without this, there's nothing. And like the last 2,000 years of polemics have been who Jesus is, defending that he was both truly God and truly man. And it's just so essential to Christianity. And if anyone ever denies it, St. Nicholas gives you permission to slap him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, when I read these words, it kind of conjures up a couple of different images in my head. I mean, the first is that just in these 10, 12, 15 verses we have here, you have the entire story of the Bible built right into it. From the beginning up until the promise of resurrection. And I just picture, like, the Christian church for hundreds of years has had fathers sitting around with their children, reading John chapter 1, verse 1, and going through. And, like, it's just such a beautiful image to see all of that explained in just 15 short verses. I mean, we spend years studying the Bible, going to school for what we're going to, and you can do the exact same thing in 15 verses, which is amazing to me. Yeah. The poignancy, too, of the Word was with God, the Word was with God, He was with God in the beginning. In Him all things were made, without Him nothing was made that has been made. Just this clear picture of this is who Jesus, like you're not, we're not talking about some guy, right? We're not talking about some symbol, we're not talking about whatever. God Himself, and that's that's one, and I harp on this on the podcast a lot, so forgive me for doing it again. But that's one of those things that, like, talk about uh, value is such a huge piece of what we talk about, especially as Americans, but just in general as humans, right? Where do I get my value from? And as Americans, it's generally, you know, what do I do? Like, what have I done? The things I do give me my value, right? But the statement of value that God makes when he himself, the one thing without value, the one thing that's not created, because anything created has value, right? There's a price for it. The one thing that's not created, the one thing that does not have value, any earthly value that's what he traded for you and so my value can't be found in me in what i am or whatever i do my value is found in the fact that the one true god the almighty traded his own life for mine and that price 
was like that or that uh that process started on christmas mm-hmm. right that was the moment where this whole process began okay i will trade my life for yours i will trade the one thing that has no value for you that's how much i think of you that's how much i want you and that really is a beautiful thing but when i read verse 10 it also makes me kind of sad because uh, he was in the world and through the world was made through him or though the world was made through him the world did not recognize him and that just sort of strikes me like there's all these there's billions of people in the world but how many of them truly know their savior and what he did for them yeah and it, call, it harkens to mind i think it's isaiah um i think it's isaiah where he's talking about like um oh it's a section i'm gonna look it up really quick uh, but it's a section where he's talking about um, uh, like digging your own cisterns. Mm. Um, just to tie both your point and Bryce's point together, I think it's it's something in these verses that we say on Christmas Day rather than the Luke 2 verses that we usually say, where people view Jesus as just a very important man, mm-hmm. and they do miss the the true importance of that man. The, the fact that he is God. And there is an, a, an added heaviness to these verses that uh, the Luke 2 verses don't, not to compare scripture against scripture and which one's better, but <laughs> but uh, there is different different concepts that are shown by both of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think it is beautiful imagery and, and wording that we choose on Christmas Day that, I don't know, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, to, so what what I was thinking of here is, uh, Bryce, you read verse 10. 10. And verse 11, <laughs> he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Like, it, this is his own world. This is his own creation. These are his own children. And so what that harkens then to mind is Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 2. This is 11 and 12 is what I pulled out. Um, but he says, my people have committed two sins. They've forsaken me, the spring of living water, and they've dug their own cisterns and they're broken cisterns that can't even hold water. Is Israel a servant, a slave by birth? Then why has he become plunder? And you just hear God like pining for his children and just like it weeping over them. Right. And Jesus in, in, during the, during Holy week weeps over the temple. Right. It's like, he wants you. He's calling you. He's calling you by name. And he's just like he, he gave everything. Like there is, there's nothing more that could possibly be given than God Himself, right? And He continues to call you home. And this is His people, and they don't recognize Him. Well, and I was just kind of thinking more on Zach's point. It's like we live in a world again that's constantly trying to say Jesus was just a interesting guy, right? And I don't know. It's it almost makes you wonder. Maybe we ought to hit this part of John more often, a little more heavily, almost this time of year, just to emphasize that and be like, hey, uh, Christians that come to church just at Christmas time, if you want to call them Christians, I guess, to that extent, like, look, this is the situation. It's not just some fun club that you're a part of. Like, this is this is the real deal. This is what happened. This is God that came from heaven to die for us. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, it's just the deity is very strongly expressed in this portion of Scripture. And to call back to the sorry, and to call back to the segue that we used, uh, why we can't have a very good Christmas movie that ties into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just can't visually show <laughs> the importance of that because most of the importance of these verses is, is very abstract, and you can't visually see it or touch it or feel it. And so to make a movie, it's always going to be about the actual birth of Jesus, which is very important, but it does not 
capture the whole importance of the actual event. Yeah. And except for the angels appearing, there's not a whole lot of action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think one of the coolest things about this section is just really how simple the wording is. Like, there's no... There's no jargon. It's just like conceptual. In the beginning, the word was that it's so earth shattering paradigm shift, but it's said in the words that an infant can understand. <clears throat> and that just it, it's, it's crazy how hard it is to understand for being so simple. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> just distracted everybody. Sorry. Yeah. It is it is beautifully simple. It is beautifully simple. And I think not to not to call us out for all being awesome, but the fact in Greek it's even more simple. Right? It, mm-hmm. Like you take the number of words and you just cut it in half. Like, it's that simple. Not for not for sure. Con- so so I just I just caught it. Like you were talking we were talking about you know read. the visual part. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, the uh, the beauty of uh, the beauty of you ready for this awesome segue? Stop announcing the segue and just do it. it they're so awesome. All right. <laughs> right. No. The beauty of what happened at Christmas is really only appropriately expressed through music, and there's a lot of wonderful Christmas hit. Oh, you see, it was so good, right? Anyway, um, there's a lot of wonderful Christmas hymns and things like that, but there's also a lot of just really terrible Christmas music out there. So, um, and, and it drives me nuts. I hate bad Christmas music. <laughs> so I'm curious to hear what you guys say are some of the worst Christmas songs of all time. I think to effectively use your segue, we each got to go around and say your favorite Christmas hymn. Oh, man. And why. Oh, man. Because mine is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, every single ah, time. It is you beautiful. Like it. Oh, you do? Oh, it is. When, when, I, when I was a kid, I learned it on the piano, and... Just the way the music works, it's like a marching song and calling for your savior to come, calling for your savior to come. <clears throat> and I don't know. I love it. I love hearing it. It makes me happy. It's invigorating. Yeah. My vote goes uh, towards Away in the Manger. Just love the harmonies and stuff in that song. And the simplicity of the message, yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. I think the most. I, I, I love. Maybe the most. My favorite me- melody is probably Once in Royal David City. But as far as like the the richness of the text, you can't beat "Hark the Herald." Mm. "Hark the mm. Herald Angels Sing." Mm-hmm. Like, oh man! And then somebody point. I don't remember who it was, but somebody I was either listening to on a podcast or that was actually talking to me. Sometimes I get those two things confused. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, somebody was talking about the idea that like think about those words playing in like supermarkets across the world right now. It's like the godless masses are walking through, picking out like their Christmas ham and you know whatever, and they're hearing, you know. Uh, what are the words to <laughs> the Herald? Um, right, but like, uh, hold, uh, let me look it up. My old God and sinners reconciled. reconciled. Yeah, it's some rich stuff. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity, pleases man with men to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel. Like they're hearing these, hearing these words, just like as they're walking around, and it, like you can't anywhere, like anywhere the word goes out, it accomplishes its purpose before it returns, right? Yeah, and I love that idea of uh, just the people all over the place hearing that, hearing those words, and not really even realizing what they're, what they're hearing. Once you're a Walmart manager, that's the only thing on in December. <laughs> <laughs> 
For me, uh, the I guess it's two. Like one of them's not a hymn. One of them's the Hallelujah chorus. I really like that around Christmas whenever it's done in a concert. And then the Silent Night is a personal favorite mm-hmm. because it's a favorite of. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there, Charlie. Continue. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. It was a favorite of a of my grandmother, and so she always enjoyed when we sang Silent Night. We sang it in German, then turned the lights off in the chirp, church Ooh, on classic. Christmas Eve night yeah, and everything yeah. like that. It's the very last thing we do. Very sentimental. And and I was gonna say too for the favorite ones, Silent Night was up there for me just because that's the only little bit of german i know well, I and i just think it's really awesome thing. to say yeah. Yeah. no i, I know was, german yeah just a little bit i was gonna say everyone who says silent night is their favorite hymn also knows it in german <laughs> um, zach? zach what you got uh my favorite um i can't think of my favorite hymn i know in our older hymnal my wife's favorite hymn was 54 don't remember the title of it but uh i'm pretty sure it was where shepherds lightly knelt Mm. Not sure. Was that the red hymnal? The red hymnal, not the blue one. Okay. Um, okay. Anywho, my favorite Christmas song isn't necessarily uh, a hymn, but it rather um, "Mary, Did You Know." Uh, uh, that one. That one's always great. Yes, she knew, but it does capture what my first point about the verses in John were, because it's just insane that you know that God Himself would leave himself to be cared for by a human that's insane to me yeah. i dwell on that thought often god and man made manifest that's from a hymn <laughs> <laughs> that's from a hymn out there so much nice. not 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 for sure but uh to go on to our least favorite well uh, well hold on hold on before we before we move on i just want to give a shout out to mm-hmm. a music group that i enjoy listening to their Quine. christmas music oh. well the Koine is a good one. Good. Shout out Koine, but also Pentatonics. Oh. Also, <laughs> get, they also make great Christmas music. Yeah, or reiterations of like, popular Christmas songs. Say anything yeah, good about them. For a bunch of people that really hate Jesus, they make great yeah. Christmas music. Yeah. They do. Yeah. It's that is true. Weird. I don't know if this is great for the podcast, but I remember when Bryce's world shattered when they found out they were gay. <laughs> I was very sad. I was very <laughs> sad. born that way. <laughs> but I'm not listening to the music because of their world solidarity. I'm listening to the Good. music because of what I believe. Art, I'm not would, the artist. I would also shout out Glad. Anybody familiar with Glad? Just G L A D, and they did. They were like a Christian rock band back in the '90s, but then they did a bunch of acoustic albums, and where they just like sang five part harmony. And most of it's good. Like their Easter stuff is good, and they've got a couple of like cool compilations. But their their Christmas album is absolutely phenomenal. And there's a song on there that you're making. I, you were making me think of while I was in the bathroom there a second ago. Uh, it's one quiet moment. One Weird, quiet. Yeah. It's I think it's called one quiet moment. But the um, like it's, it's in one quiet moment, a woman and man accepted the part they played in God's plan. And it like breaks down kind of both for Mary and Joseph just how difficult this situation is. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, great thing to think about. Anywho, yeah. on to not worst. I got to make songs. it a better segue. Right. I got to finish I, the segue. I want to just start with the one that can't be beat: the Christmas shoes. Yeah, I hate that song so much. Oh my god, it is the it's worst. I used to cry to that song. Okay. It, oh, okay. get Absolutely out! Enjoy it. Yeah, what, oh what my, is that yeah, song? Well, you're wrong. So. <laughs> It was a cute song. Oh my never heard, no, it's You've not. never heard Christmas shoes? Oh. He spent his last pennies on a pair of shoes for, for his, his mom. Ugly shoes for a <laughs> dying woman. 
She, oh my gosh, the poor woman's gonna be buried in those shoes. They're gonna dig her up in like five thousand years. And they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, the Christmas shoes were so ugly five thousand years ago. That's just a beautiful story of a son's love for his Does that mother. Sound familiar? It's nope. so right, bad. It's gotta be here. less than thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah, it's too sad for a Christmas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a Hollywood. Oh, here we go. So here we go. Bad. All right, ready? Ready? It's ready? So bad. No. He sounds like Michael Bolton. Ready? <laughs> oh wait. Bar. Okay, dude. I've heard. The, I've heard those words, but I've never in my head went. That's a good Christmas song. Fun fact, when you type Christmas into Google, a present falls from the top of your screen. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. I know we're about to get distracted for about five seconds here while everybody does it. Okay, so here's one that I'll throw out there. See, the only so I like it at the beginning of the Christmas season, but by the end, it gets way overplayed. Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Mm. I, like, like, first... Santa's not real. I love it. Like, I don't See, dislike it like until I hear it already. 20 times, and then I'm done with it. That's usually the issue with most Christmas. Well, yeah. I don't know. I could do Wonderful put, Christmas Time by Paul McCartney any day of the year, I would frankly. put, um, oh, what's the Beyonce one? Right. Or not what? Beyonce. All the single yeah. ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Best Christmas song ever. Um, no, the uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. I would put that in the same category. Not a terrible song, but so overplayed that it becomes really obnoxious. Paul McCartney's Christmas song, Simply Having a Wonderful, Wonder, Christ, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. time. Musically, a third grader could write it, <laughs> but it's amazing. Okay, now let's talk about the ones we hate, though. Yeah, right. that's, 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 um, okay, for one of mine that I hate, it's uh, actually this year, uh, Camilla Cabello. Am I saying that right? Bingo, yep. that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, she sings I'll Be Home for Christmas, and she butchers the pronunciation of Christmas in it. Twice, so. twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> back to Christmas, or back to Christmas shoes for just a second. Here's the refrain. <laughs> Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve, and these shoes are just her size. She's dying. Could you hurry, <laughs> sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile, and I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. Christmas Christianity Jesus. Well, 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 speaking of... He also is a poor manager of money. He's not being a good steward. He's a child. (laughs) And remember, whatever you have in this world, you get to take to heaven with you. That's what I'm learning You can't hook up a U-Haul trailer to a hearse, Connor. It doesn't matter if she's wearing Christmas shoes. (laughs) (laughs) But she meets Jesus. She's going to be wearing robes of white, and she's not thinking about how her snotty kid can't manage money. But while he's still spending his time here on Earth, he's always going to remember the smile on her face when she got those shoes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, speaking of meeting your maker, grandma, <laughs> grandma so got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> that is not a good one. What? Because why would you want to encourage your grandmother getting run over by a reindeer? Because it's funny. <laughs> I would. Grandma, I, I'm encouraging you to go out there. Did you on like the that segue right though? <laughs> Great segue. Should have seen the shoes she was wearing. I think it's children's music and it shouldn't be played so much on the radio. Yeah, it's a great, cute kids song. True. I don't want to hear it on radio all the time. It does incite violence. I agree. <laughs> okay. I do love the line incriminating claws marks on her back. Like that's kind of hilarious. So here, I'll, so I don't like the intro or the outro of "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus." The middle about? part of the song, I'm fine we with. We didn't use that pickup line earlier. Oh, yeah. 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 
So now, well, but now up, it's, though, in context, it's, now it's in context. It's not creepy. Um, <laughs> are you gonna say I'll, a line or can you I be go Bobby? On on I'll this? be Santa Claus. <laughs> that sounded like you just said it to me just now. You you no, were looking directly at him. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of heavy eye The craziest look in his eye. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just the intro and the outro of that song. I can't. I hate it. Like once we're on the middle part of the song, it's like I'm kind of down. But which version? What the Jackson Five? The Jackson Five one? Yeah. yeah. It sounds very similar to ABC because it starts with the whole yeah and stuff. Yeah, it's good it's, sound effects it's though. Basically identical to ABC too. Which makes me, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we've already established that I really do not like the 2018 version of uh, <laughs> You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. But this this one I struggle to say because it's not a good song, but I laugh every time I play it, and I play it frequently on account of that. But Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by DMX. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible Christmas song, but I will play it frequently. I would put Christmas and Hollis with that too. Like it makes me smile every time. But it's like, it's not really actually that great of a rap song, and it's also just kind of meh. You just say Christmas Ooh. and Hollis over and over. Any remake of the same version of uh, White Christmas by uh, what's her name? Help me out here. Crosby. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, the, the specific the one. Yeah, any that remake. Uh, who is that? Come on, we gotta shout him out. Michael Bublé? Mm. Oh my no, gosh. bro. Here, the Drifters. The Drifters. No. Okay. okay, any remake of that, Cultural I just dislike right off the bat. Because it's <laughs> like, the ori- well, the original's fantastic on its own. I don't want to hear some country artist redoing what I've already loved. I will you know say, I mean? Chris- White Christmas by the Drifters is a remake of White Christmas. Well, right, so. but it's like... Well, it's it's the bad version. Also, <laughs> bad. Have you seen Glory Road? That scene no. in Glory Road where they're like, bad means good. He goes, wait, so if something's bad, it's good? No, bad means good. And he, this white dude just can't figure out what it means. Yeah, I don't I like Where Are You Christmas. Agreed. I don't like that one That either. is beautiful. Oh, <laughs> That's where like the same are as the Christmas shoe song. Because, all right, Cindy Lou, right? She's in her room. Oh, Every, my God. She thinks Christmas is all about gifts, but she's like, this isn't the Christmas I remember. Where are you, Christmas? It's... <sighs> Beautiful. You're, it's sentimental. I, I, I admit, you don't gro- actually like that movie. When I was no Christmas shoes, that's for sure. When I was growing up, I truly <laughs> it's so much. Had a crush it's not on nearly as bad as Christmas shoes. No, right? I, have a crush on I think Christmas shoes is better. <laughs> Thank you, Bryce. As as the lead singer of the Pretty Reckless, pretty amazing. But I forgot about this one. John Denver's "Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk on Christmas." <laughs> that <laughs> one remember? sounds pretty have bad. Have you heard that one? Uh, it's no, it's, it's just a simple great. request. It's, it's, well, no, it's like from a kid's perspective. Yeah. It's, oh, it's terrible. Ooh. Have you guys heard Don't Shoot Me, Santa by The Killers? No. I feel like we should check play it out. That oh, show. yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. We, we it was in the beer hall the other day. <laughs> it is a weird song. Real weird. <laughs> what about the Chipmunk song? I can't stand it. I like it. I can't stand it. I mean, I don't want to hear it 150 times. You'll take times, that but... over Christmas shoes. Oh, yeah. Wanna play me? I wanna who? Oh boy, well, we all know we all know that chipmunks don't really sing, and another thing that isn't real is Frosty the Snowman. So why are we singing about him? You know, <sighs> another segue there. It's a you hear great that? song. Did you hear that segue though? Yeah, it was yeah, whatever. Stuff. No, if you have whatever, to call dude. it out, it wasn't a good segue. No, <laughs> Charlie knows about that. <laughs> Charlie loves no, that but segue, Frosty though. the Snowman is just like. 
encouraging kids to think about <laughs> fantasy worlds where snowmen's are snowmen are real. You know, it's a magic hat. I just, I just typed worst Christmas songs ever into Google. There's one by a group called Timey Tim called Santa Claus has got the AIDS. <laughs> that one would be pretty bad. That, I don't need to listen to it to put it on the list of worst Christmas songs ever. Oh All right. my gosh. The second that you ask Do me... Do they know it's Christmas? That's another one. Mm. You're right. The whole world doesn't know that it's Christmas because they're in a third world country and they don't... Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, the second you asked me to be on this podcast and you said worst Christmas songs, the first thing I thought of was... Um, Last Christmas, I hate that song with a passion. When I, what? one time in high school, I worked at Shopgo for the whole month of December. <laughs> Which version though? The Ariana Grande one? Ah, gotta be older than that. Oh, the one with the uh, what's his face? Uh, I don't know. A woman sings it. I can oh, tell you what? that. What? You're about last. Oh, Christmas. I forgot. Oh, no. uh, Wham. The, the original's by Wham though. That yeah. could be. Yeah. But I worked at Shopgo anyway. and um, low budget store. Had about 10 <laughs> songs on the playlist. Mm. So every 40 minutes, I'd hear that song. And my job at Shopko was basically just to wander around for four hours. But people didn't come in there. That's why they're closed. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I hear that song, I'm just like transported to this interdimensional liminal space where I'm just walking mind. around gray rooms. I didn't know the Pussycat Dolls did Santa Baby. Once again, I don't think I've heard it, but I kind of don't want to either. I enjoy Santa, Santa Baby. Baby. Yeah, I'm not uh, against the Pussycat Dolls. They made Christmas sexy. Oh, ring. <laughs> and that's not a compliment. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Nice. It's um, not me. I think I my... This one might be an unpopular opinion, but the first Noel... I don't think it's a very good Christmas song. Yeah. It, I will say, like, when you actually look up what Noel means, it's beautiful in meaning, and the sound quality is pretty good. We sang it in church this morning. It was and, a little bit And weird. I went, what is Noel? And the fact that I just have no clue what it means. I don't think anybody does, does do It's that. a Christmas word. The fact it's that, a Christmas word. But nobody knows what it means. <laughs> Therefore, that makes you it a terrible Christmas, Christmas song. All right, well, we should <laughs> enlighten like everybody. Christmas, oh, a, a Noel is a Christmas carol. So when they say a first, the first Noel, they're talking about when the angels sang to the shepherds. Um, which Go is ahead, a beautiful like topic for a song, but just say carol or something. Like the first carol. Or, like, it doesn't sound as cool, but it makes way more sense to everybody. All right, Connor, what you got there? Uh, according to Google, uh, <laughs> Noel comes from the Latin verb uh, nasci, which means to be born. Uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes, the birth of Jesus was called uh, Natalis. Uh, it's just more, uh, it's a variation of Noel. Yeah, so Dude, something to be next to the definition of critical exegesis hat feels like a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Show that to again. <laughs> Look at this picture right next to the definition of Noel. Oh, why'd you click on it? You dingus. All right, here it comes. Everybody look up. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a naked wow. baby. It's right. like the Nirvana album cover, except it's got a Santa hat on. <laughs> why? Here we go. So, why? With why? so with that definition of Noel in mind, that kind of leads us into the Matthew 1 portion that we have to read now. Uh, Connor, you want to hit the... Or are we on Zach? Zach, you want to hit the first part? Oh, I've got you, folks, as soon as I get there. This, <laughs> all right, Matthew 1, verse 18. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged... 
My apologies. We're going to start from the beginning now that I've been interrupted. Uh, <laughs> Matthew 1, verse 18. This is how the birth of Christ, wow, of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to the public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and she and he gave him the name Jesus. Amen. That last verse is something that I've not really noticed when going through these verses, and that is the fact that he didn't consummate it until the baby had been born. Does that not imply that they did eventually consummate the marriage? It, yes, it yes. does. Well, so that, the that goes that are to proponents of the perpetual, perpetual virginity, virginity of Mary. Yeah. Ooh, but I'm, I'm saying, even though they were nice. married at that point, he made a point of making sure that it was very understood that this was a birth from virginity. Mm-hmm. And that is something I haven't noticed before right now. It's really interesting that you bring up the perpetual virginity of Mary because I've had this discussion a couple of times with a few other people. Um, and the Catholic Church, the Catholic Church, when they talk about the perpetual virginity of Mary, they also talk about how Jesus was not born of a natural birth. Rather, in the same way that Jesus appeared to the disciples after his crucifixion, he was born from Mary. So, so like, how was he, he just, so like, he just like <laughs> came out. Oh yeah. In the same way, he went into the inner room <laughs> when the disciples like, were locked in. The, yeah, but I mean, like, same way. That's what the Roman Catholic Church. I. I Speaking out of turn without any professionalism. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, what do you guys think about the Mary virginity thing? Well, why would it say he did not consummate their marriage until they gave birth to a son? If it didn't imply that he later consummated consummated their marriage. Without looking at the actual Greek here, it's hard to tell. Also, imagine being Matthew. Imagine being Matthew who's, like, writing the story, and he sits down across from Mary and says, So, Mary, did, did you and Joseph ever actually do it, you know? And he's got to write it down. I don't. I don't think that that was an interview that he had to do. <laughs> See, <laughs> well, if they had other kids, I suppose. So, yeah. something I really like about this passage yeah, is it no, shows the Joseph, like his role, a lot of his role in the whole Jesus being born, right? Like he he was faithful to the law, right? And then he gave him the name <clears throat> Jesus. You know, I mean, you don't. A lot of people like to disconnect the roles of fathers, regardless of what the situation might be. And I think this is a excellent passage to kind of show you how like, yeah, they do something in the beginning, but look now that the child's born, there's more to it. Like mm-hmm. being a man of the house kind of thing. Right. And in reality, he's ostracized as a man too, because essentially he's been cuckolded by the, by, I mean, he hasn't been, but by the, I still don't like the word. Yeah, I don't care how you word it now. That's not a PG thirteen word. Is it not? I don't think so. Well, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so he's what? What other word you gonna use? What's a better word for that? 
father. Not no, the father? I, I'm not so upset by the word itself, but the fact that you were about to say he's been cuckolded by God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was what it was leading to. No, that no, was no, no. So the, the assumption of the people like, oh, Nazareth less of a man. be like, yeah, this dude definitely is not the father of that baby. And that's a dishonorable thing then to marry her also as... Oh, right. Right, as Joseph. Um, and so there's a lot of layers to this. Of like yeah, the Joseph's implication a, of society around not, him. It's not just like, oh, I have a perfect kid that I have to be a parent of now. But you're also making yourself a social outcast. Right. Oh, Joseph, you mean the world's greatest stepdad? Yeah. I didn't love that. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue. Good segue. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it, too. I mean, like, the fact that Joseph was willing to sit there and accept Mary's story. Like, try to think of a 21st well, century woman first, you know? being like, explaining to her to her fiancé, like, don't know where it came from. <laughs> like, 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 that's, that's going to fly over. Was I she, mean, like, missing her period before? Right, yeah, I mean, period? like. They have periods back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude. Okay. You've read the Old Testament. And with what, what, that, we have think? now entered the misogyny area of the podcast. Did we make complaints about this last time? Now Charlie's going outside. Gus is taking over. Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. See, this is why. This is why they don't like our show. <laughs> See, uh, here, you thought that you would be getting a date by being on the show, but... <laughs> you just blew that out of the water. No, I'm, I'm no you're, you're going to. The answer is showing yes. showing everyone I'm funny. I can laugh a little bit. Oh, there, yeah, yes. yeah. there you go. Yeah. God, well, <laughs> the fake glasses without any lenses. Just <laughs> Gave it, it away early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Before that, what we were talking about? Uh, the perpetual virginity of Mary. Like no, Joseph believing uh, Mary's oh, story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As a kid, but he didn't, did he? Like that's why the angel had to come. Well, as a kid, I just I couldn't grasp it. Why on like in the Bible it would just be like, hey, um, Joseph didn't believe and wanted to divorce his wife or his fiance. Yeah, I guess. I guess they used the word divorce there. But I was like, as a kid, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how come he doesn't believe her? To be, but then to you grow fair. up and you go, that's super understandable right yeah knowing where babies come from is an important part of understanding yeah, absolutely it is. <laughs> and it's it's hard to skirt around that as a parent yeah. <laughs> game changer in the understanding of these yeah. verses okay here's a question also that i've been yearning to ask and mostly profit you've been yearning for something yearn, but he goes to college I've been folks yearning to ask, that's a big word Twice. that's like six <laughs> letters that. seven letters seven <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what have you been yearning I've been for? yearning to ask a professor this, and I haven't had the guts yet. But if you ran a DNA test on Jesus, would he have Jesus? Would he have Joseph's DNA? What? No. Or would no, he I, only I, have Mary's DNA? I actually had a girl in a high school religion class ask if the Immaculate Conception is proof that the sinful nature is passed down through the X chromosome. Ooh, wow. That's Yo. That's, that's a question that's only a woman can ask. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that. What is she doing now for a profession? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I'm pretty sure the teacher said, what? Sure. <laughs> it's not important. There's no yeah, other way. Either way, to you're sinful. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like, another way to reproduce. So. It's not going to happen again. Well, there, yeah, no, there's no other wow. way. Yeah. That's oh, trippy. Man. I was gonna say like, what about artif- like, what about like petri dish babies? What do they call that? Uh, Test tube babies. Yeah. What? Yeah. But then you still have X chromosomes. Yeah. 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 You still have. Right. You still have a, a mother that provided the egg. So. Oh man. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, and something that's worth pointing out about these passages, anyway, too, is 
the fulfillment of the pro uh, the prophets, right? Like whenever that's mentioned in the New Testament, isn't that incredible that people thousands of years before Jesus' time talked, well, hundreds to thousands of years before Jesus' time were talking about what this would exactly be like, you know? Like, hmm. Because, okay, yeah, because there was no way they were talking about anything else when they made this prophecy that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. Like, like there's no... once, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is like the first time ever that's happened. Where like first time <laughs> they weren't having sex and then the baby showed up. Like yeah. I get why Joseph is confused. <laughs> I just imagine Mary's like a like a really sheltered Jewish girl. She's like, maybe holding hands can do it. <laughs> oh boy. And the angel like, no, no, Mary. Mary. <laughs> We've entered heresy. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah, I don't, but in verse 22, he makes clear to say, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet. Yeah. Um, and, so I, and you pointed out that the prophecy, like there's no, he leaves, Matthew leaves no doubt. This is what the prophecies are yeah. about. Well, cause, yeah, and the only reason I pointed that out is because, you know, there's other Old Testament prophecies that were fulfilled in that moment in addition to later. I forget, what do we call those? I, there's a phrase that we use. There is a phrase. And I couldn't tell you cool. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Charlie. This, this is where we need you, buddy. What? Describe um, it again. So, so when a prophecy is fulfilled in that moment in the Old Testament in addition to the New Testament. Note the furious typing in the background. <laughs> like that, there's a term that we use for that. And I can't think of one right now. Probably maybe something that no dual boy. fulfillment, double fulfillment, double. Oh, something like two that. time fulfillment. Okay. Just translate anyway. into Latin. That's probably anyway. <laughs> More than once fulfillment. Yeah, I see dual fulfillment, <laughs> like <laughs> primary and secondary fulfillment. Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, double fulfillment. Yeah, I just thought of <laughs> dual, double. Yeah, I don't know. No, but, I I know there's a more specific yeah. word that you're thinking of. It's probably in our catechism somewhere. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, I mean, like, that's the greatest gift we've ever received, but, like, what other good gifts have you guys received during Christmas time? <laughs> there go! Good segue! Yeah. Good segue! Uh, Notice how I didn't point it out, okay? <laughs> it's a lot better if you point it out. That, that one was pretty. That, that was, was a great segue. Bryce pointed it out best for you. <laughs> this is best gifts. Okay? Yeah, Not the worst given gifts. That Dude, you've given or received. Received the Robo Raptor. When I was like ten years old, do you guys know what, what is that is? The Robo Raptor. Yeah, it was a robotic was it like a... raptor <laughs> that you could like. It would play with you, kind of thing. It was kind of like you guys remember when the R two D twos, like the little R two. Stop, stop. Like the little robot. You are not supposed to point it out. Yeah. That's why they're laughing okay. silently. So <laughs> you guys remember? Okay, but you remember the R two D twos that you could play hide and seek with, right? Do you guys remember that at all? Yeah, yeah it was like. Pretend Seriously? Oh my god. Pretend we do. We're PKs. This was not in our budget. <laughs> I, I had friends who had it. Okay, well, there anyway. <laughs> it looked really cool from the outside. <laughs> I pressed my face up against the store. That's what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. Oh, they used to Your advertise that on like Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Yep. all the yep. time. They used to say, yeah. hey, mom, can we get that? And mom would say, how much does it cost? It's $157. And well, now. And it's on sale. My yeah. Yeah. My friend had one, and the commercials were way cooler than the toy. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> just like the, but it was like, like the bam, pow, and just like so, shooting stuff. And so like growing piece of plastic. <laughs> so growing up, my mom would babysit, mm -hmm. and uh, so whenever we had one of these babies around, 
Like, they'd be crawling around, and I would set the raptor on, what was it called, like, hunt mode or something like that? And it would scare the bejeebies out of the baby. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> was this at your holiday compound? Or? Uh, yeah, this is at the compound. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of room to roam. Right training. It's like fear factor. <laughs> All right. That was a wrong time to have a sip of beer in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's that's one of my most memorable gifts that I've been given. Pretty sure it was from Santa too, actually. I got one of those like pitching machines where you can pitch baseballs or like oh, balls nice. to yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were a bunch of them that they're like smooth on one side and textured on the other, so it hit curveballs mm-hmm. and stuff. What? That was really cool. That's and and cool. A, the bat was like a remote. So you push the button on the bat That's and it sick. pitches to you. As Dude. a kid with no brothers, that was clutch. That's awesome. <laughs> you said you were a PK. You had that kind of a budget. Yeah. Uh, no it was all made out of plastic. I mean, uh, fair enough. Was yeah. Well, I also um, believe it was the gift that Christmas. Like the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> As in, there were no other gifts that <laughs> like, Christmas. Santa didn't even come. There was some candy, and then otherwise it was that. Yeah. We're doing best still. Yeah. All right. So mine is um, Geotrax. A Fisher Price toy that was uh, discontinued <laughs> yeah. in 2012, but they were, were those sick. the ones where you shook them up. The remote control trains. Oh, and my what my parents did is they bought this huge set and then wrapped all the pieces individually. So I got to open ah. like 40 presents. Oh, nice! Yo. That was awesome. So it felt yeah. extra special. Yeah. And then half of them had my brother's name, half of them had my name, and we were just going back and forth like they fit together. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and like my mom specifically remembers one time. He just, I opened one and he just said, that's exactly what I wanted you to get. And my mom thinks that's so hilarious. That's awesome. So are we doing best or worst? We're doing best. There is no worst. There is no worst on the sheet. (laughs) I kind of want to know what the worst is, though. (laughs) Actually, I feel like I know, but I don't want to say anything. Well, I'll, I'll go against the... Go against everybody else here, and I'll a say the worst one. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, but it's a blessing in disguise. It's oh, yeah. a blessing in disguise. I'll explain why. All right. Taking that so class twice was so much fun. Anyway. I got a, a couple's, like, adventure date book. Oh, I've got one. I bought book. one of those before. Let me guess yeah. single. No, no. <laughs> so I got this for Christmas. Not even From? a week later, she broke up with me. The girl that gave you yeah. the book? So, oh, my so, goodness. So here's the blessing in disguise. <laughs> He's in if there's spot. anyone out there that wants to go on it. <laughs> 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 My information will be in the yep, description in the below. Yeah. W Riz. <laughs> wow. There we go. That so was nice. The, that was smooth. That was real good. I like that. Yeah. I, thought I thought you were going to say. The segue I there. thought you were going to yeah. say you did like you went and got cookies with your mom or okay. something like that. Oh, you know, like. All right. So in the living room geez. there, you guys have seen like the blankets hanging on the ladder in there. <laughs> Two of those three blankets were gifts from girlfriends that I received between the time I decided to break up with them and finally did. <laughs> they Ooh. gave me a gift, and both Ooh, of them happened buddy. to be blankets. So those b- but bought them a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> they bought them a couple of months worth of Charlie Town. Oh, no, it was like days. <laughs> no, the, one, of them, one of them was in high school. Look, one of them was in high school, and it was like, I, it was exam week, and I was like, I, I need to. I was a senior; she was a sophomore, and so it was like, seen. It was yeah. It was like at the beginning of. At the begin, hey, I was young for my age. Wait, what color was her hair? Well, it's just that high school seniors are eighteen, and high school sophomores aren't no, eighteen. I'll let you guess. I'll let you guess what what, what, what did she look like. Ooh, was it uh, was it curly here. blonde? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, I'm done with that now, right? Are you? Unless. Are you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. 
think oh yeah so it was like beginning of the week i was like (laughs) i i I really like i i'm genuinely not looking forward to like spending time with this girl and we had been on a couple of dates and i was like i i'm not like, I don't want to go name? on more dates. <laughs> She's married now, so it probably oh, wouldn't be that bad to throw it up. She's but I'm not going to because I know her dad listens to the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was tighter with her dad than I was with now. her. Oh, no, oh, no, he no. definitely knows. He definitely knows, yeah. Um, anyway, so like, it's the beginning of the week. Like, we went out on Saturday, and I got home, and I was like, I don't want to do that again. And so on Monday, I was going to break up with her. And on Monday, she sold me a gift bag and gives me a blanket. So I bought her like two days. <laughs> I, I, two days? You didn't have a gift in return. Oh, right? no. I was, for either of them or just for the one? Either of them. What if she would have yeah. kept giving you gifts? Would that have Every added, single like, two day. Days? No, there was no, that <laughs> one that was not going any further. Hey, Zach, what's your best Christmas gift? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say that the gift itself was not like the greatest gift I've gotten. Like I've gotten cool Lego sets and whatnot. But mm. um, there was one where my mom got me this video game called Split Second for the PSP. It's like mm. this racing game. You yeah. know, the the track changes as you gain. I don't know. It was a cool game, but I was playing my PSP once probably two, three months before Christmas. And on an off comment, I told my mom, this is a really cool game that I only have a demo for. And I've been playing the same race. And she knew what that phraseology meant? That was the crazy thing. Like okay. she doesn't know much about like video games or anything. She, she doesn't. Yeah. Even, she doesn't even have an email. She doesn't address. know what a demo <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like when she got me that for Christmas. Just a shot at Mrs. Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So when when she got me for that for Christmas, it was it was like sentimentally and, and emotionally that was very nice because I was awesome. like I didn't even think that she heard me. I thought she was just oh yeah okay, but. Yeah, she actually listened and probably wrote it down, and three months later got me that game, and that was probably my favorite Christmas gift. Maybe this year for Christmas store. you can set up a Gmail account for her. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, Connor, what you got? So for me, it's a toss-up between three things that I've gotten for Christmas. Uh, one year I got a customized barn that was built to house my little toy tractors that Ooh. Charlie and I we've have talked about. That. We've never played tractors. Charlie and I both. Before you guys leave, let me show you my tractors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got homework. I got yeah. stuff. <laughs> Charlie and I both grew up in the generation that still played with like little tractors. Oh, dude, I can do a full okay. harvest cycle. Yeah. yeah. And my grandpa like built. Planting, plowing, harvesting. I can so do it My grandpa toys. had a barn built to house, to house it. Hey, Connor's trying to talk about his gift, okay? You got a plant, then you got a tent. Yeah. Cool barn, but, uh, yeah. So it was a cool barn. Um, either that or the junior twenty day twenty gauge shotgun I got one Ooh, year when I took Hunter Safety. Yeah. Uh, and then another year was the GameCube that I got as a kid because mm. I lost a lot of my yep. time on. Yep. Once again, just yep. imagining like little Connor opening up and just like hitting yeah. your brother. I was such. Out. I was such like. <laughs> I was such like a weird child because we had like ten acres of property and I was I would sit there and play GameCube all day long <laughs> and then i would notice a muskrat out in the pond and i'd take my 20 gauge shotgun and just go <laughs> just blowing shells from the porch you know like legend of zelda can wait for a couple of minutes while i can take some shots real quick <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that <is> awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic not to show your age or anything but if i would have gotten a gamecube for christmas that would have been my parents telling me we were broke <laughs> Because <laughs> it was like state of the art. I loved that. Oh, I remember. And you had to blow on the cartridges. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even brand new cartridges, you had to blow on them before you shoved them in the machine. Oh, Charles. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, actually, that uh, that probably might be my favorite Christmas gift ever. Is we didn't have video games or anything as a kid, and our parents were always on. They said like it's not that you can't have video games, but we're not going to buy them, so you're going to have to buy them yourselves. And we never really did. But one year, family video, we rented. That was the gift. Was we rented a PS2. I remember when, when it was you could brand do that. new. Yeah. Rented a PS2 with like all the brand new Madden games and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. For two weeks during Christmas break, I just spent all of Christmas what break playing video games. What a crazy time to be alive! With oh man, it was so <laughs> exciting. Like mm. friends were coming over to my house. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to get video games from the library. I love doing that. Uh, I've never seen another library, library that yeah. does that. Ready for this? We used to walk down the walk three blocks down the street to go to the library to play Oregon Trail in the summertime. <laughs> so actually, we'd get better at it because we had to practice and get good at it so that when the school year started Oregon again, you could impress all your friends Oregon and how good you Oregon. got over the summer. Oregon Trail. Not Oregon. 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 There you go. Actually, my mom... Oregon You is went a heavy on the Midwest earlier, yeah. My mom would use the library computers as babysitting, and I didn't realize that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> this is a therapy episode. <laughs> Charlie working, working through his stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily a Christmas gift that I ever got, but around Christmas time, my dad would always bring in his old RC track that he had from when he was a kid. And so, like, setting that up and... I got one of those when like I was that. like five years old too. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it was a figure eight and it had two cars and they would. Yeah. Sh- 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 yeah. Oh, that was super cool. Those are super fun. But... Yeah. Anyway, fast is fun. Fast is fun. What's at the top of your list this year? Yeah. What's at the top of the list? Um. So uh, mine is tuition assistance. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> And uh, write us checks, please. <laughs> That's what I got, and I don't expect to get anything else, and I'm glad about that. Yeah. I was. You ever seen one of those? You ever seen one of those things that hang from your like the rearview mirror in your car? (laughs) That it's like a like just like a hanging ornament. I really hope you're not talking about like no like like a like a like an air freshener. (laughs) No, not an air freshener. (laughs) So. So my mom All got I want us. For Christmas is a Christmas tree shaped or air freshener. Yeah. So my mom got us all these ones for last Christmas, but I have like a little pig that's hanging, oh, and nice. so, like, I want another one because it's super cute. Oh, there you go. That's it. That's a good one. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What are you? Uh, the we're talking like number one on our yeah. wish list type yeah, situation, yeah, right? right okay. Yeah, yes. wish list. Well, for this year specifically. The, for this year specifically. Yeah, not the, all the, of time. The only thing that like a real I honeymoon right now. <laughs> what do you mean? I had a real honeymoon. Wait, where'd you go? I went to Jamaica. It was oh, a wonderful oh, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I thought he was going to say the Dells or something. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. We went to Sturgeon Bay. Yeah. <laughs> we went to Door Creek Lodge. Door Creek Lodge. Anyway. Door Creek Lodge's great. I'll just put that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anywho... Um, the only thing I've really asked for, for this Christmas is a good pair of gloves slash mittens. I asked for one probably four years ago. Immediately lost one of the gloves. <laughs> Almost immediately. And I've just no, always right. had dry knuckles ever since because I just never... I, I got a pair for Christmas last year. And I like I, how we all looked at our knuckles instinctively <laughs> right when you said that. Are Not me because I've got good gloves. But See, I got the only a pair re- for Christmas last year. It was one of the best gifts I got all year, yeah. Mm. Uh, for me... <laughs> why do I always say that? <laughs> My top Christmas gifts this year are probably asking my parents to pay off, well, my whole family to pay off a ticket I recently got from <laughs> the New Orleans Police Department. Hey, yo, <laughs> shout out. Uh, thank you, Officer Matthew, if you're listening right now. 
pulling me over at a stop sign when I was looking at my phone. Thank you for doing your due diligence. Hey, <laughs> yeah, see, you could. Yeah, at a stop sign while I was waiting for traffic to go. Imagine by. what could have happened if you weren't like what would have happened. Though. Yeah, you know what I mean. As I sat Someone there, and he pulled up next to me on my right, <laughs> and he looks over at me, looks down at my phone, looks back up at me. <laughs> Puts his car in reverse, and I was like, "Well, I'm." Wait, he looked down at your phone, like you hanging outside. Well, the window, it was sitting or? on it was sitting on my lap, oh. and I just had it sitting there. And he was on my right side, and he looked right in my window and saw it. So, oh. and then yeah. he discovered that my license was expired, so the oh. bill went from like a fifty dollar oh. charge up to like two fifty. Like that's definitely like, Officer that's, Matthews' fault. That's one hundred percent. I think he yeah, goes. Yeah, to, I think he goes <laughs> to uh, St. John's here. He in wasn't going to look through your window and notice that your license was expired. Goodness. For any new old person in town, they know exactly who you're talking about. It's Officer Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, he just mentioned he won't yeah. go St. Paul's. He's about, can he's you, about can you say six one. Time? He's got a nice haircut. Whoa, yeah. yo! Oh my gosh. <laughs> do, do you know his social security number as well? <laughs> Badge number HW. <laughs> Standing next to him at communion, like when you come back from <laughs> and the, the pastor's gonna yeah. be like, "Wait, yeah, apologize." Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna sit right next to him and say, "That wasn't very brother of Christ of you to pull me over." Oh my! Heavens. Oh my wow. goodness! Okay, I did get a ticket in New Alno for uh, not wearing my seatbelt because the officer drove past me while I was putting my seatbelt on at a stoplight. I got a stop sign and oh. pulled me over for not wearing a seatbelt. That's egregious, like, dude. You Why saw would you do me that? putting a seatbelt on. The moral of both of these stories is there should be more uncontrolled intersections. In <laughs> <laughs> if you've never been to New Ulm, there's approximately 100 intersections in New Ulm, and approximately 97 of them are under uncontrolled. If you're not on Fifth Street, you're at an uncontrolled intersection. <laughs> yep. yeah. Yeah. Or outside of school. That's it. Those are the only <laughs> controlled intersections. And the ones that they couldn't control, they just put roundabouts in, which made it worse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what do you want to get for Christmas, Gus? What's on your list? So, like, for uh, practical... Uh... <laughs> they couldn't run electric lines all the way out to the high school. Sorry. Okay, go, Gus. Practically, I definitely need some cash. I'm just sorry. <laughs> planning on going to Argentina, so quite, quite like, legitimately. I Yeah. Dirt poor. Need some cash. Um, But otherwise, realistically, I don't know, just some rest. Like, I feel burnt right now. Uh, So I think this break is going to be pretty rejuvenating, honestly, so... Just yeah. some peace of mind, I guess. I mean, you know, obviously, there's going to be some great ways to find some peace. After your family's break. fitness workout. Out, out, <laughs> yeah, at, yeah. after our compound activities. Then, then you can relax. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the annual uh, anti-FBI training. I don't know. I guess I never really <laughs> wish. Yeah, see? See? There you go. Well, they spend some more of their own money in them. Oh, boy. <laughs> No, you, you also so, have to study the yard landmine map. <laughs> yeah, okay. It makes, the, it makes the Christmas Day football game a little too exciting. <laughs> I was going to have you run a post, but looking at the landmine <laughs> Well, I don't know. I guess I'm not a huge fan of actually like wishing for stuff for Christmas because I'd much rather people like yeah. get me something that I don't expect them to get me. You know, like act, actual actual gifts. You yeah, know? I was about to say, how because do you what is a what cards? is a real gift? Something that you ask for and they get you, or is it something that no, they I get you because they're thinking agree. of you? You I know what I mean? Something like, that you think I like, you figured out that I need it, and I didn't even know yeah. that I need it. Those well, are and me gifts. and my dad are big on stuff like that. Like we'll go mm-hmm. shopping for people, and we disregard what they tell us, and we just get them what we think 
Like, like oh, not yeah. not in a weird way, obviously. Like, not like, huh, this guy's lawn is garbage. Let's get him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, like thinking about them and being like, okay, these are the things I know, so this is why I'm getting them. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that kind of thought process. Yeah, actually, mine t- kind of ties in with that. My sister's getting married over the holidays, too, which kind of makes Hey-o. it. Yeah, super cool. Um, which is, that'll be really fun. And so then I got a suit for the wedding and yeah, help me pay for it because it's a really nice suit and I couldn't afford it myself. Looks great. It does look... Dude, it, oh, that's what I was wearing this morning, Bryce. Didn't I look... Tell me I look good. You, it was decent. Yeah. Oh, it was a good <laughs> Pretty right. decent look, right. in my opinion. Get Walmart your knife out and ask polo. the question right. again. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, no. I, I just looking forward to the seminary. I just want fun, like, neutral color ties. Like, green Ooh. and blue ties. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I know I'm gonna have to wear one every day, and I don't really want anybody to buy me blazers because I <laughs> mm, <laughs> they never yeah. fit, so I always have to return them anyway. So you might as well just let me buy them myself. But yeah, ties, just like interesting ties, so I can wear a tie at the seminary every day. I like how you said fun and then neutral colored ties. <laughs> well, right, neutral <laughs> as long as they're like, like really not muted, like hot pink, right? No, like fun ties, but in neutral colors. Okay, yeah, yeah. but not gay. <laughs> well, I'm okay with. I mean, gay guys are generally really well dressed, so I'm okay with some That's gay very dress. True. That was some tiptoeing. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, we are oh, just. Oh. A, we're. Oh, go ahead. We. I was gonna just repeat what Gus was talking about, like buying presents specifically for people. For my family, we always do a gift exchange, whatever. And my cousin went way off list, and I was uh, probably sixth grade, and I got this book called. Boys are waffles, girls are spaghetti. What? <laughs> Which honestly was great for a sixth grader, but because I was his parents had given him a sex talk it. yet. <laughs> Still haven't. What? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what is that? Yeah, what is the <laughs> book about? And it's actually a really awesome book about like child psychology, how the genders are oh, different. Snap. Oh, nice. And Fantastic. I did read it by noon the next morning. But <laughs> I, mean, I just opened went out this. And got his first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I. Didn't talk Possibly. to a girl for like a year and a half after that. <laughs> yeah, the whole spaghetti thing, you know, threw him off. <laughs> no, it, it was not what I wanted for sure, but ended up being a very great gift for me. At it that was time. definitely written by a conservative Christian because it made a prepubescent boy afraid of girls. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Kind of along your vein, like, I can't stand, I think I've said this before, but I can't stand uh, gift cards for Christmas. I think they're the worst gift idea in the world. If you ask me to get you a gift card for Christmas, then maybe I'll consider it. But I'd rather you be walking along in some rummage sale somewhere and go, oh, this makes me think of Charlie. He's got to have this. And it'd be some $5 item as opposed to a $25. Well, on that, here's the only reason I'd be for a gift card, though, is if you like to shop at some place that whoever's getting you a gift doesn't normally shop. So it's going to be the safer bet anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like... Granted, it might seem insensitive, but at the same time, it's more of them acknowledging the fact that you like stuff that they don't like, and so they don't want to risk it, and therefore get you a Walmart gift card. Yeah. <laughs> or, I've had, you know, or, or I've had people be like, all right, we're doing this next summer, mm. and I know you need stuff for it, but yeah. I don't know what you need. So it's like, let me buy you a gift card to you know, Shields, and you can go get yeah. whatever yeah. camping gear you need. There you go. I can, yeah, understand, yeah, I can right. understand the reasoning yeah. behind like, it, but for me, it's just... Well, there are, there are times that it's insensitive. Mm-hmm. Like, There's I, situations I, where yeah. it's lazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's situations where it's super thoughtful. Like a $5 yeah. McDonald's card? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Not that I don't want five dollars to McDonald's though. <laughs> See, I, I think I have a different attitude having been a teacher. Mm. Like I preferred gift cards because really? you're trying to give me something personal. Like it was always like shaving cream. Be like, 
Oh, guys, I'm not shaving. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever looked at me? I don't need shaving. You know, it was like that kind of stuff. Maybe they're trying yeah. to tell you something. Every once in a while, every once, which would as for a the te- sweater you're but wearing. <laughs> from a t- but from a student to a teacher, also weird. Yeah, right? also yeah, 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 no, I yeah. Although, well, actually, the, bug, the mug over there, I got that from my. Uh, it says the, it's a massive mug, and it just says the boss on it. And I also have a mug that I drink from fairly often that says hashtag mug life. Mm. And both of those were Christmas gifts from student. Well, actually, that one was for my TA. But they were from, like, she always referred to me as the boss. And I kept telling her not to refer to me as the boss. And then she bought me a mug that says the boss on it, right? And then the other one, there's a kid that was trying to convince me that I was, you know, like some sort of gangster or whatever. I was like, no. He's like, you're so thug life, Mr. U. He's like a sixth grader. You're so thug life, Mr. U. I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, what about mug life? And he had this weird look in his eye, and then two days later, he gave me a mug that said mug <laughs> life on it. It's like, ah, okay, that's awesome. So, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Did, I think right. we got everybody, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Bro. Okay. Awesome. All right, everybody, uh, God bless your Christmas celebration. Um, we're, I'm going to put a link down below again for the, uh, uh, what's it called? GoFundMe yep. for... Um, Pastor Gun. Strong, thank Strong. you for Pastor Strong. Um, obviously, it's a, it's going to be a tough year for his family. So, uh, if you're willing to help his family out, that uh, fundraiser is down below. Otherwise, uh, links to Gus uh, Gooses. So, okay, well, Gus's stuff Goosey. is on there too. Yeah. Okay, Goosey and well, everybody's Gussie. everybody's <laughs> contact. <laughs> from that. Goose oh, and Goose. Oh, okay, Goose and Goose. <laughs> All of our. All of our social media links will be down in the description below, as well as links to uh, the Gerda website, so go check those out. All that being said, we'll see you guys in the new year. God bless you all. Go be the men guy crazy be. We'll see you next time. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Nice. That was a good call. There you go. I feel good about that. Yeah, we're definitely still recording now, too. So. Dang it! Oh. Officially done. <laughs>